a reason they need it. They need it. They feel they need it. And yeah, it's get out of my vagina. Well, then. Get out of her vagina! I'll stay in her vagina as long as I damn well feel like it. Why are it. you in Whoopi Goldberg's vagina anyway? Why would you not be in- Because I don't want to be in Whoopi Goldberg's vagina. It doesn't seem like a good vagina to be in. Y yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, this is Drinky Files. This is going to be the third episode of this show. I am Dino. I am Ryan. He is Ryan. And, uh, yeah. Let's get going, man. Welcome to Drinky Files. All right, Dean, what are we drinking this week? We, right now, we are drinking white Russians, man. I love me some white Russians. I like white, white Russians, too. I actually was introduced to them fairly recently, but I really yeah. like them. They're damn good, man. I, I love them because, well, I was first introduced to them by uh, the Big Lebowski. Yeah? Yes, that is what introduced me to White Russians, as well as many people, actually. Um, that's a damn good movie. Have you ever it? seen it? I don't think I have. Oh, my I God. Don't, I don't watch a whole lot of movies. That's a travesty, dude. It's kind of a cult classic. It's a Coen Brothers film. Damn good movie, man. I really dig it. All right. So, how have you been, man? Pretty good, pretty good. good. I've done a lot of stuff since the last time we recorded. Really? Yeah. Well, take us through it. I actually uh, went on vacation. Uh, the school year just started. I have schoolwork to do. It's nothing better than to just up and take a vacation. Oh, absolutely, man. I ran home the other weekend, dude. Just kind of on a whim, just went home. Yeah, so I uh, took a week off of school, left late Wednesday night, got back early Wednesday morning the next week, flew out to uh, Phoenix yeah. for a game convention. Yeah? Get out of my... You, you went... You went to a game convention? I went to a game convention. You went to a game convention? You went to a game con? I went, you to, went a, to a, a game a game convention? Yeah. You did I did. A game convention? A game convention. Yeah, okay. I can't keep straight face, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the best fucking clips. Okay, tell me about the game convention. What happened at the convention? I promise I won't make Whippy Goldberg continue to say vagina in that awesome fucking way. It's oh. a pretty awesome way. Oh, I don't know. There's a whole lot to talk about. It was fun. I went out there to see some uh the first time I went out there was three years ago. I went out there to see some guys who do another podcast, uh, video games podcast. All our listeners should go check out video games. Hot video dog. games hot dog. Yeah. Video games hot dog. Yeah. We talked about it. Um, so it's pretty good. So the guys who uh, who do that podcast have their own game. Um, the game got big enough that they started doing their own convention. Mm -hmm. This actually was year twelve that they've done it. Yeah. Um, it was the third year I've gone. Went out there, saw them, just had a blast. Excellent, man. Missed school. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not a big deal. I mean, that's the thing. Like I said, I just up and went home the other, the other weekend just for a few days. Um, Adam Curry from. Uh, from No Agenda, which is the best podcast in the universe. Um, he went through Lubbock. He's on a tour right now, or he just got done with a tour uh, with his Airstream. It's just him and his truck with his Airstream, and for one leg of it, his girlfriend was with him. Uh, but yeah, man, and I uh, I knew he was going to be in town, so I went back home for a few days. Uh, I didn't end up meeting up with him. He met up with another group, but it didn't matter. I was able to go home and hang out with some friends and, you know, all that. So it went quite well, man. I was happy with it. Uh, yeah, sounds fun. All right, all that out of the 
way, this show is a show where Ryan and I sit down and we get drunk and we talk about things. Um, Lots stuff. of things. Yes, just things. Things and stuff and things. Yeah, all of those. Um, we just hang out. We just kind of fucking talk about it. Nothing too serious, man, because we're drunk anyway. We're not going to fucking fact check anything we say. Nothing. So this isn't the kind of content from the other show at all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you listen to the last episode, um, you know, I never heard anything from my from my professor about uh, us calling him out as a bot. Oh, well, I tweeted about it. Did you really? Yeah. 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 Did you tag him in it? I don't think I tagged him in it. Okay. Well, then he probably would have noticed it. <laughs> but just, like, as a follower of his, and, and he follows me and stuff, which, okay, I hate when teachers make it an assignment for the class that you have to follow some stupid fucking social media account. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. That shouldn't be part of my grade. No. If I don't want to be on Twitter, I shouldn't have to be. Yeah. Like, that, that annoys the hell out of me. But regardless of that, man, I didn't hear anything about it, which tells me he probably didn't fucking listen, and he probably doesn't have the engagement that he claims to have. Oh, absolutely not, but... We talked about that last show. Yeah, we did. Not rehash it. No, let's not. Let's not. Dean, this is the first show we're recording after we have a set-up website. Yes! We have a feed on iTunes. Yes! There's an RSS feed on the website for filthy plebeians like me who don't use iTunes. (laughs) There is an RSS link. Um, It should be available now on all your podcatchers. This show and Dinophile should be available on all your podcatchers, um, except for Stitcher because I haven't signed up for Stitcher. Yet, um, I want to avoid signing up for Stitcher. You know, they just like inject ads into the show. No, I didn't know that. That's, That's how they shitty. make money. Yeah, I, I mean, revenue model, whatever. I never liked Stitcher. I used Stitcher once or twice and just never got into it. <clears throat> I'm trying to stay off of it, but if there's any demand for it, I'll go ahead and put us on there. Yeah, yeah. I'm using a Beyond Pod on my Android That's a good smartphone. One. I use Pocket Cast. Yeah, good app, dude. It costs five bucks, but it's well worth it. And their change logs are incredible, dude. Nice. If you've ever yeah. seen, um, I'm sorry, there's a little bit of silence, but that will be cut out in post. I truncate the silence so that it goes a little bit faster. <laughs> um, let me pull it up. I want I want to show you these guys change log. It I, is amazing. Right. Okay, let's see, let's see. Damn it. I, I want to read your review of this app. It's damn good. That's my review. It, this app is better than sex. Seriously. It's smooth, quick, and accomplishes everything I ask it to with ease. Yeah. Sounds like an app that's better than sex. Yeah, it is an app that's better than sex because it actually does what you want it to. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, you know, as I'm sure you know, sexual interactions don't always go that way. You can want someone to do something and they don't want to. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Like, in sexual, like, uh, you know, put a finger in my butt or whatever, and they're like, no. No, I'm not gonna do that. And you're like, why? Why? Why would you sleep with a girl who won't put her finger in your butt? Um, that, that's, that's a good question. It's, at that point, it's over. You just you put your pants back on. You're like, I'm sorry, this isn't working out. And you just you just walk out. I don't care if it's your room. Yeah, you just walk leave. out. Just leave the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, um, I don't. That's actually a very good question. Why would you sleep with a girl? I don't know. I don't know. Stupidity and drunkenness, most likely. Probably. Yeah. I mean, you're willing up to put. You're, wow, words. You're willing to put up with a lot less when you're drunk. Yeah. And absolutely. also a lot more. Yeah. I mean, depending on context. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But anyway, this is the change log that Shifty Jelly does when they update Pocket Cast. Um, 
This is the most recent changelog. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the road less traveled by. It turns out that was a bad idea. That road was full of savage koalas. Sprinting home gave me the adrenaline required to add support for subscribe on Android, fix a lot of small bugs. Afterwards, I wandered lonely as a cloud, and I wandered lonely as a cloud and fixed an issue with nearby and Bluetooth. A note for those confused, this feature is only enabled while you have that page open. It doesn't run in the background or beside you in a marathon. That's damn good changelog. Isn't it? They have a sense of humor about their <laughs> app, and it helps because the app is very good. If if it was the kind of thing that they had a sense of humor and the app was shit, I would probably be like, stop trying to be funny and just make a good app. Yeah. You know? But Pocket Cast, very good app on Android. You use... Uh, Beyond Pod. Beyond Pod, yeah. which I have tried, and I like that as well. The free version's all right. I uh, I paid for the full version a while back, and... You should... Podcatchers are not easy to make. No. Podcatchers are not the simplest app to build, and it's, it's the kind of thing where... I mean, really, paid apps, to me... I don't mind paying five bucks for an app, especially a good app, because yeah. these people need money. They need money. They're developers. Like, this is what they do for a living. Exactly. Give them some fucking money. Exactly. Give them some money. If you use freeware no. and stuff like that. Give them some fucking money. Some fucking money. Give them some fucking money. If you use freeware, like like I do, <laughs> to record this show on, all this, all the stuff that I use to record the show is all freeware, and I donated money to them because I want to give them some fucking money. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking money. Anyway. Abstinent money is no fun. No. No. Abstinent money is boring. But yes, as Ryan said on the new website dean-o.net there's a link to the shows along with the shows there are links to rss itunes and web players if you want to just do it on your computer like some fucking nerd um nerds (laughs) nerds there's also a donation page there's yeah you i hadn't seen this yet you just told me about it uh tonight you uh you set up a patreon i did i set up a patreon (coughs) for dino files not for drinky files because to be honest this show is kind of an offshoot of, of dino files yeah we don't need money we just spend all our money on alcohol and then come record this and give it to our listeners for free. Mm-hmm. It's only out-of-pocket cost for us. Exactly. And if you do want to if you do want to donate to this show, go ahead and do it through Dino Files because this show doesn't exist without Dino Files. Yeah. It's sort of a uh, it's sort of an offshoot. I I I wouldn't have wanted to do this show if I didn't already do Dino Files and know that it could be done. And yeah. it's it's a uh, I set up this Patreon if you look at it. I've just opened it up here. Um the goals are uh if you pledge $1 a month this is your reward, okay? One dollar or more. One dollar or two fifty nine a month, or not two fifty nine? I guess two ninety nine because it's not time; it's money. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Time is money. Time. But... Yes, it is, and that's what confuses me. I always think there's sixty cents in a dollar. Anyway, if you pledge a dollar or two up to two ninety nine a month, your reward is. Go ahead and read this reward level here, man. You get warm fuzzies because you did a good thing. Uh-huh. Uh This is basically an anonymous donation level. We won't read your name because we assume you don't want us to. That's exactly right and uh those credits will be given on dino files and if you ask i might i might do them on drinky files as well I, we could do we to. could do some hilarious credits on on drinky files. oh yeah absolutely uh pledge three dollars up to uh 19.99 three dollars up to 19.99 what's your reward you get warm fuzzies because you did a good thing and your credit will be right on the show yes you will your That's credit will be very right emphasized and bold and italic bold and italic right the only reason i did that is because i wanted to make sure that people read past warm fuzzies. <laughs> I yeah, wanted. I, let's hear. I get warm fuzzies. I get warm fuzzies. I get warm fuzzies. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get the top tier warm fuzzies package. Exactly. It comes. It comes with 1.5 extra warm fuzzies. Yes. Exactly. And and at twenty dollars a month, you get like twenty whole warm fuzzies. But what else do you get at twenty dollars a month? You get warm fuzzies, uh, and you'll be an executive producer for that month. Yes, you will be. Um. Uh. This is an idea that I got from uh, a 
again, from No Agenda, because I, I love the way they do their financial stuff. It's all donation supported. If you go over a certain amount, you're an, ex you're an executive producer. Over a certain amount, you're an associate executive producer. That's the next level down. I'm going backwards. Um, and less than that, you are, uh, you're just a donor and you get your credit read. 50 bucks or below for that show, they won't read your credit because they assume you want anonymity. My, my levels are obviously very similar to that, um, except for, uh, I am not asking for very much money because nobody fucking listens to my shows. So, <laughs> we're starting up. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're, we're going to start doing, I'm going to start posting things on like Reddit and stuff like that and try to get some actual promotion going so that I'm not, I'm never, I'm not going to pay any money to promote like on Facebook or anything. Yeah. But I will start posting things on Reddit and get some promotion going that way. Everyone I talk to, like, I just walk up to random strangers on the street and the thing they say to me is, you know what I really want in life? Mm -hmm. I want a show where two Caucasian heterosexual yes. male college students get drunk and talk about shit. Like, yeah. I feel like that is an underrepresented <laughs> people group. There yes. aren't enough Caucasian heterosexual males talking about shit on the radio. Yeah, absolutely. And especially not ones who are, like, drunk and saying shit they shouldn't be saying. Yeah, not fact-checking anything. There's not enough white people out there saying things without knowing what they're talking about. So We need more is, of that. This is us filling that void. Absolutely. Our, our reader base, once people find out about the show, it's going to explode. Yes, we saw a need, a need for uh, white young males to talk about problems in the world and things that matter or don't, and we saw that need and we decided to fill it, because that's what we do. We fill needs like we fill Whoopi Goldberg's vagina. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I do want you to know, uh, um, just like on Noah, I'm ripping so much off of them but I love them so much and they, they've had years to perfect this and you know what they say man they say uh, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery but they also say steal from the best and so I will stand behind that executive producer credit for that month um, add it to your social media accounts add it to your LinkedIn it'll look great among all your other accomplishments that you've done in life are you an inventor are you an entrepreneur this is just as important put it above that on your resume uh, literally above that yeah directly like it should be the first thing on your resume is that you supported or were an executive producer your, of your resume. This show. Your resume should read Ryan Porterfield because I know you have the same name as me. Yeah, executive producer for a name. month of Drinky Files. Of Drinky Files or Dino Files, whatever one you want to do. Uh, I believe you can put a message in your donation to, for which show you're doing that for. I'll do either one. Uh, eventually, I want to start being able to throw some money toward guests for their time spent. If you think Ryan deserves like you know five bucks for being here, uh, give us money because I'm certainly not going to do that. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Dean. Know you care. Speaking of Patreon, so, man. yeah, I was thinking, Dean. There are some of our listeners who might be a little cautious about signing up through Patreon now. Yeah, because the day after I set up that Patreon donation system, what happened? A day after. After a the, fucking the next day, the next this appears day, in my newsfeed. Patreon got hacked and Ugh. customer data got leaked. Yes. Now I got an email from Patreon saying that no credit card information was leaked, which is true. Uh, no passwords were leaked, which is true. Those 
are all held um, encrypted on their servers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this, man. It was a real shitty feeling the day after I set up a Patreon donation system to get that email. I, I was like, it. oh, Christ, not again. I, I've i been lucky enough that uh, I think the only service I've subscribed to that's been hacked has been Slack. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I don't pay for Slack, so they didn't have any payment information for me. Mm-hmm. I use a different password on a website, so it's not like there's any harm done. Yeah. But uh, that's got to be the worst feeling in the world. Well, one of the things that I do, I always sign up for new services. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm one of those guys that I want to fucking try. I want to fucking try it. I yeah. want to try a new service when it comes out. So what I'll do generally... So what you're saying is you lost personal information in the Ashley Madison hack. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I say yes... No, I'm kidding. I didn't. Uh, especially because most of the women on Ashley Madison were actually were employees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most of those accounts were fake. You know, I actually ended up on Ashley Madison's mailing list after the hack, and I don't know how. Someone probably used your email account to set up a to set up a uh, an account. Probably. Yeah. I should probably go You check. can do that. You can go set up accounts for people on Ashley Madison if you know their email. That's terrifying. It, right? <laughs> That's why I don't really buy all of these celebrity accounts that were on Ashley Madison. Madison and shit, because I'm like, anyone could do that. If you know their email address, or not even, if you have a spare email address, yeah. you can just set up an account for this person and just claim it as that person. Like, if Donald Trump had a freaking Ashley Madison account, it'd be hilarious, but also, I'm not sure it would be legitimate, yeah. because you can make an account for anyone. Even on Facebook, you can make a fake account for anyone. I didn't keep up that hack a whole lot. I I mean, people's lives were ruined by that shit. Like, yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't want to go look at people's shit. I, I, I agree, but one of the <laughs> things that I do, one of the things that you want to do, uh, just as a PSA for listeners and stuff, there's a website called justdelete.me, and this website will tell you how easy it is to remove an account from a service. So, like, name a random service, dude. Any random service that's right. going to be on here. Um, BearShare. BearShare. And I actually have per- a personal history with BearShare. You may have picked one that doesn't exist on here, asshole. <laughs> um, <laughs> it has to be somewhat popular. BearShare was popular. Like was okay. five years so ago. Pick us, pick us, pick one that's, right, because that's I'm contemporary. Looking, because I'm looking at it. You bitly. fucking dick. No. Blogger. Blogger. Okay. Um. Wow. That was a bad choice because you can see clearly on here that it's impossible to delete your blogger account. That was the problem I ran into with BearShare. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, for people who don't know, BearShare was a service that ran. I think it was about five years ago. Yeah. Uh, because I had like a bank account debit card then, so it couldn't have been too long ago. But it's been a couple years. And it was uh it was similar to like LimeWire as a peer-to-peer file sharing yeah. application or whatever, and I uh I used it to download porn to get around the firewall rules my dad set up. Um, <coughs> but at one point because your dad was a uh, your dad was a was a, a preacher, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad was a preacher, and so he set up our our home router with firewall that blocked porn and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'd use uh I use BearShare to download porn. That's a that's a lesson to parents who may or may not be listening to this we'll always find a way around always there's no kids kids who are looking for a way around Mm -hmm. around shit like just download the fucking tor browser it's so easy oh yeah and it gets around everything this part parents plug your ears uh parents shouldn't listen to this piece of advice kids hey kids if you want to get around your parents uh settings on your router and your firewall or whatever download the tor browser 
There you go. That's great. I'm actually a huge supporter of Tor as like a legitimate service for yeah. journalists and people in, in countries where free speech oh, is yeah, man. not given. But like... Even though it was created by the military? Even though it was created by the military. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Um, There's a service that I've used for financial stuff called Mint. Yeah. Um, They basically... You just hook up Mint to your uh, checking or savings account and it shows you where you've spent money, what you spend money on, like food or whatever. Fast food will show up in there. Um, Mint's a pretty cool service. It's from Intuit. It's from a legitimate place. So you're, it's not like you're giving your, your account information to some shady Russian. Yeah. Intuit's a legitimate business and stuff like that. So, but Mint is something I've used and I've just, and I've quit using because it was kind of hard to keep up with. If I look up Mint on justdelete.me, and again, they have pretty much any social uh, account that They've you can have. They've got everything except BearShare. Apparently except BearShare, because you're fucking weird and you like to use weird things nobody knows about. <laughs> um, if I go to Mint, it says it's very easy, and if you just click the link, it takes you directly to where you delete your uh, your thing. So use justdelete.me, it's really, really good. Um, I got there because I was talking about I like to just try new things. Yeah. So I'll check justdelete.me, see how easy it is to get rid of my account, and then and once I've done that, and they mark it as well, easy, hard, or impossible. I saw a medium on there too. There's, There's easy, a medium. medium, hard, and impossible. Yeah, yeah, to delete your account. And so I'll check that, see what's going on with that. And then if it's uh, easy or medium to delete my account, I'll go and I'll sign up for it. Yeah. So I've signed up for all kinds of crazy shit. And some of them have been hacked, some of them haven't. But Patreon, it was really, it was almost like a punishment. I feel really bad asking people for money. Yeah. I've got a weird sort of, I don't, I don't think it's a Christian thing. I think it's just more of like... If there's one thing Christians are good at, it's asking people for money. Oh, that's true, but it's Christian leaders. Christian people are generally like, oh no, 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 I don't want to ask people for money. No, absolutely. I'm just serving. I'm serving. I'll you and I know very different kinds of Christians. That's true. That's true. I come from West Texas where everyone pretends to be humble. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it felt almost like a punishment for Patreon to get hacked right after I made this donation account. Yeah. It was insane, yeah, I, man. I know the feeling. 2.3 million, million user email addresses were taken. Uh, so you're probably on a Russian email list now. Um... Outside of that, really, though, it wasn't like... I don't think credit card data was taken, because those are stored securely, mm -hmm. uh, as are passwords. Yeah. You should change your password just to be safe. Yeah. I did. Three days after I made my Patreon account, I had to change the password on it. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, it's it's not like it's broken or anything. Patreon's still a fine service, and you can still... Just the fact that the hackers weren't able to get credit card information and password information means they're doing something right. Yeah, like, absolutely. I'm a computer science major, and I'm actually taking a, a security course this semester. Mm -hmm. I know how hard it is to get security right. It's really difficult to oh, get yeah. security right. You are going... There is always a chance for you to get hacked. Patreon, no, it, it's becoming a larger target. You should assume you're going to get hacked. You should assume it's going to happen. And and so just that they weren't able yeah. to get critical information because email addresses really aren't critical information. No, they're listed that, everywhere. That means Patreon's doing at least something right. Like yeah. they're they're good. I would trust. I them. agree, and that's the thing. And if if I felt here's the thing again, this show is not ad supported. None of the shows on DinoNet are ad supported, so we can say whatever the fuck we want, and we don't have to pretend that a good product is a bad or that a bad product is a good product. Yeah, like we don't have to do any of that. We can say whatever we want. If I felt Patreon was no longer good, I. 
would set up PayPal's. I hate PayPal so much. I don't like PayPal either, and that's why I went with Patreon. But if I felt that Patreon was no good, I would have gone over to PayPal and set up donation accounts that way. I'd almost do a Kickstarter instead. Just like, yeah. guys, we need $10,000 to do this podcast for the next, like, 10 yeah. years. Set it for a 10-year goal. <laughs> 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 exactly. But no, again, so like no, I said, actually, sticking with the with the kind of spirit of the shows, if I felt Patreon were no good, I immediately after this I would have gone and set up PayPal's. But I didn't do that because I, I think they are. Yeah, yeah. No, so um oh we need to kill some time. Um why? Why do we need to kill time? We need to kill time because I'm looking someone up on Twitter. Oh, fast. So, so actually, you want me to vamp for you? No, a friend of mine actually just ran a Kickstarter for her um for her podcast. You're you're bringing up Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, what's the uh, their Kickstarter? It's over. It should so, still be there though, right? I don't think or is so. It not. What's the slash? Kickstarter.com slash? Wow, dude, know. you're scrolling through tweets. Wow, I really need no. to vamp for you. Yeah, okay, you really... so we pulled up this uh, earlier. We pulled up this Twitter hashtag that was trending. It's called Films for Dummies. It's pretty funny, man. I was scrolling through it a little bit. Um, and, and it's just people making funny but stupid uh, names for movies that are based on actual movies. One of them being uh, Stand By Me so I can copy your paper. Uh, that one was pretty funny. Mission Incomprehensible. I liked that as well. This is going really bad dude pull it up pull I'm, it up i'm pulling uh, it up total lack of recall i thought that was pretty funny um <clears throat> dude where am i i liked that as well hurry up dude uh, i'm looking there was one that was actually really good this is legitimately very good uh pirates of the kabir the car bar the kabib the sea films for dummies i thought that was really good that was um, that one was pretty good derp impact derp Im oh i didn't <laughs> see that movie that's clever um uh, return from which mountain, question mark? <laughs> Senseless in Seattle. Uh, German for the boat. <laughs> Dean, Dean, we're both out of drinks. Did you fail? Did you fail this to pull is... it up? No, I'm still looking Okay, for fuck it. it. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take, take a break. And we're going to refill our drinks. You're going to continue looking that up. And then hopefully you'll have it by the time we come back. And then, um, do you think we're going to have another break in this show? Because we did two breaks in the last show. We did. We got really drunk last show. I don't know. I don't know how much we're going to be drinking this show. We're also know. not drinking straight whiskey this show. That's true. Um, we'll see. Uh, after after this break, or we can just do the game in the very middle. We have a game that we're going to do. We're, um, I let's got. Just, let's do it after this break. After this break, are after you this sure? Break, yeah. Okay. Shit, that's going to taste awful. Okay. Um, a friend of mine gave me a bottle Dean. of Dean. What? We can't give it away yet. I'm not gonna. I'm burying the thing, dude. I'm I'm just saying what it is, and then we're gonna do. When we get back. This is we're to gonna keep do it. people here. We're gonna do it when we get back. Let's take a fucking break. Okay, fine, do it when we get fine, back. <laughs> Alright. Well, really bad vodka. Well, we're gonna taste it. Let's go. Well, Let's go.
I believe the song that I'm gonna cut in there, and you tell me what you think about it. I believe the song that you just heard was uh um the Dirty Glass by the Dropkick Murphys. That's, that sounds good. Okay, good because I love that song. I was hearing it earlier today, and I thought it was perfect. Okay, so as we were talking about, we've got it's not really a, a game; it's a, a bit for our listeners. Yeah, it's a bit. So this is a show where we drink. So a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, gave you a bottle of caramel vodka. Caramel vodka, caramel Smirnoff. Yeah. Sh- not even good vodka, Smirnoff. No, it sounds like it's going to be terrible. It's, it's going to be it's terrible. It's probably fine to it's, mix in something that goes well with caramel. But nothing but goes good with caramel. I agree. I don't like caramel. <laughs> yeah, me either. So, so this has sat in your fridge for what, a month, two months It's been now? in my freezer for a couple of months at this point. And you haven't touched it, like, at all? No, I have not. I have not had any of it. So we are going to, live for our listeners, take a shot of caramel vodka. For the first time. For the first time. I've never tasted this, and I'm scared. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm terrified. Let's go. All right, man. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, caramel. God, what? Jesus Christ. It's so sweet. Oh, that's that's miserable. Oh. I mean, I'll give, I'll give Smirnoff this. It doesn't taste like vodka. No, it tastes like fucking caramel. It's, it's just like a shot of straight caramel with the, the bonus a that it gets slight, you drunk. Yeah, a slight burn in the throat, but beyond that... Oh, Christ! This is the worst drink for two people who don't like caramel. No! Ugh! I mean, I don't like flavored vodkas, typically. They're too sweet. I like... I can... I can like them, but it has to be flavored something that I like. Oh, and neither of us like caramel, and that was just... Jesus Christ. Oh, god damn. That was a bad idea. Why'd you... Why did you want to do that? (laughs) (laughs) I had to do the... We had to do this thing, like, next time that I go to the... Ah! I need a drink of water. Next time oh. that I go to the uh, to the liquor store to stock up for drinky files, I should uh, I should just get a little little bitty version of just something that's gonna be terrible, uh-huh. and we should try it on the show. We should. That'd be a good idea. That that's that's a good idea for a bit for the show. I like that. And now we've ruined it because we called it a bit. We pointed everything out. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? We do have fresh white Russians. Yes. So fresh white Russians. let's go ahead and drink those. Mm. Ah, something that doesn't taste like caramel. That's damn good. I like that. All right, man. So yeah, we played uh, we played the Dirty Glass by the Dropkick Murphys. Yeah, we tasted some terrible, terrible caramel oh, vodka. It was awful. Um, now let's talk about Google. That's wow. The way you said that, I only know what you're talking about because you have it pulled up on the computer screen. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna talk about Google. Um, as we all know, or as I know, and you probably know, I know Google recently restructured so that they have a holding company called Alphabet that owns essentially Alphabet is a company in name only it just owns google and all of google's other enterprises yeah google google does a lot of things now of course yeah. the, the main thing they do is search they're also running android they're running google maps they're their primary google revenue stream their primary yeah. they they sell lots of data to advertisers their primary data uh, their primary revenue stream like 90 percent of their revenue actually comes from advertising not even selling data just their own advertising platforms it's pretty insane. And so they built this company, Alphabet, to hold all of these different companies. It, it gives them a little bit of diversity. It gives the shareholders 
a little bit of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Dean? Um, it gives them some more confidence because there, there it's go. not Google branching out to all these weird areas. Google is still Google, and Alphabet now owns, like, Android and yep. Nest and all this other stuff. It's yep. just a single holding company. Google is now one of the companies within the company called Alphabet. Yeah, so what this this headline says Google's holding company. What they mean is Alphabet. What's yes. Alphabet doing? Uh, they dropped Google's old slogan. Google's old slogan, for those of you that know, and actually it wasn't really that popular a slogan because, again, all of their different services, they had they had a million different ads for the different services. They yep. never really talked about their single slogan. Their slogan was, don't be evil. And Alphabet decided they didn't need that anymore. So Alphabet has now dropped uh, Google's most famous line, don't be evil. Um, This is uh weird, I guess, to me. I don't know, man. How do you feel about it? You know, to be honest, I didn't know that was Google's slogan. You didn't? I didn't. I, I honestly didn't. Um, I don't use Google. Search. Mm. DuckDuckGo? I vary. Um, okay. I use DuckDuckGo a lot right Alta now. Vista? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody fucking <laughs> right now, I love I'm... how Alta Vista is. It? Ask Jeeves. No. 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 Uh, let me think of another old search engine from the 90s. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> what do you use? <laughs> right now I'm using StartPage. StartPage? Yeah. Not Yahoo. Not Yahoo. Are you familiar with StartPage? I'm not. StartPage is done by IXQuick. Alright, so IXQuick is actually its own search engine. Um, StartPage is done by the same guys. What it does is it takes your search result and passes it to Google through their servers. So it anonymizes all of your searches. Oh, it puts it through like a VPN style tunnel. Basically. But oh, that's awesome. So there's this kind of, you know, Google tailors search results. Yes, to you, based on your search history. Yeah, so basically what's happening here is there are so many people using StartPage that there isn't a single user that Google is tailoring results to. So you're just getting, like, default Google search results back from StartPage. So, honestly, their results are a little bit better than DuckDuckGo, um, which is why I use DuckDuckGo. I like DuckDuckGo a lot, but StartPage's results are a little better because it's coming from Google, but without Google being Good. able to collect your information. I like that because uh, if you look at this, I I've just searched, if you, Ryan, not you, the listener, you, the listener, cannot look at this. This is an audio medium, you stupid fucks. Why are you looking at your phone? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're a moron. Okay, so this is, <laughs> I just Googled, I just, I didn't Google, I searched from start page. Um, technically, with the new definition of Google, couldn't Googling from start page be a thing? Uh... Yes. Yes? That was a long pause. It wasn't even a pause. You filled it with... Ah. <laughs> That's because I was in the middle of trying to text someone back. Oh, asshole texting during the show. Anyway, no, it's fine. I did the same thing. Um, Drinky Files I searched from start page, and I didn't get this show. Um, well, which is... which? No, that, that's a good thing. That shows that it's not using my search results from my Google account. Yeah. Because if I go to Google... And I search for uh, Drinky Files. The first thing that comes up is this show. Or rather, the second thing. The first thing that comes up is Drinky Crow, which is the television show that inspired the name of this show. But the second result that I get is actually for DinoNet. So if if I search through Start Page and I don't get Drinky Files, that means they're doing what they say they're doing, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the res results aren't tailored slightly better. That's yeah. That's it's more private. That's the that's the sell. And that's exactly why I don't use Google. Yeah, because I Google mean, isn't private at all. It's Yahoo sells, never. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of Marissa Meyer. Yahoo never. Marissa Meyer's hilarious though. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Stop texting. Fuck. No, I... <laughs> so, so, I took a vacation. I met a girl. Oh! Uh, I was right. Oh, okay. So, talk about that. Because you just mentioned it, and now you don't get to get to shy away. Well, I'll be honest. It makes a pretty fucking good story. Um, tell the story. I'm, tell the right. story as if you're not drunk, because that's drunk gonna stories be, are terrible. That's going to be really difficult. It's going to be really difficult. All right. Do so your best. I, I mentioned that this was the third year I've gone to this convention. Mm-hmm. Um, and I go to this convention because of podcasts. What's the con called? Not, it's called KOL Con. KOL, KOL Con. And what is, where is it? It's in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. It happens typically late September. Okay. Um, KOL stands for Kingdom of Loathing. It's a, an, a browser-based game. It's all done in PHP. You should go look it up. It's pretty hilarious, actually. Okay, um, cool. The guys who do it do a podcast I've mentioned before, and even on the show, Video Games Hot Dog. Yeah. Um, you keep plugging other podcasts. Just keep plugging other podcasts. I'm going to keep plugging other podcasts. <laughs> just like you. Just, just like me. Like I talk you. about no agenda nonstop, but continue. Video Games Hot Dog, it's three guys working for this company talking about video games. They have a special they they do, which they actually haven't done in over a year, called Video Games Taco. Video Games Taco, which is when they have women talking about video games, correct? It is. It's, and it's actually, it's the, it, well, it was, the three girlfriends of the three guys who did Video Games Hot Dog. And when you base a podcast on a relationship with a female and that relationship ends, the podcast goes away. It does. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so last year... At this convention I went to, one of the girls who does video games, Taco, I got... Did. Who did. (laughs) I mean, theoretically, they could still do another episode. They just have to get all their own recording equipment. Yeah, and make their own show. Make their own show. Hey, girls from Video Games Taco, there's a new network called Dean-O.net. If you go there and you want to do Video Games Taco, check us out. You could be on our network. No ads. You can say whatever the fuck you want. It's all donation supported. Continue. And and there is a a Video Games Taco drinking game. Oh, yay! Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no. So so the last night I was in Phoenix last year, I got to talk to this girl who was from Video Games Taco and... She was kind of cool. Yeah. Whatever. But, like, I only got to talk to her for one night. And by the time I met her and was talking with her, I was already pretty drunk. Okay. Right. As you always are. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That was a joke. Ryan's not a drunk. He's just a guy who likes to have fun. He gets drunk every now and then. This show is probably the most he gets drunk. It is. This show is the most I get drunk. So, I show up this year, and the first night... So, uh... And shit. Life shit happened last year. The first night... Life shit happened. Life shit. Personal personal life shit that you can't talk... Okay. Um, I'm not gonna... I won't ask you to talk about it then. Well, it's not my Talk about the girl. Oh, that makes sense. Talk about the girl. Yeah. So the first night I'm in Phoenix this year, she's at the same party I'm at. Mm. So we start talking, and it turns out she's actually pretty good friends with the guys I'm staying with. So, like, we spend a lot of time together this year, and she's, like, dropping hints, like, all the time. I'm like, I know what this means, but I'm staying in a house with these guys. Like, I don't have a car while I'm in Phoenix, so I'm going wherever the guys I'm staying with are What you are, what you are trying to broadcast is it's impossible to get laid in the situation you are in. More or less. Okay. Continue. So, so we just talk and hang out like we both, yeah, we yeah. both smoke. And at the start of the weekend, she hasn't bought any cigarettes. So over the course of this weekend, she bums like half a dozen cigarettes off me. We're always out smoking together. We're talking. We're hanging out, whatever. Yeah, She's yeah. dropping hints. 
So it, that's it, the thing we, about smoking. For as much as it's demonized, it's a very social thing. Like it's very social. Like smoking alone is something that I don't often do. But if you go to a place where people smoke, like there's a spot just off campus, uh, right next to the Vortman's bookstore, where people smoke all the time. You go there to have a smoke. You will have a conversation with somebody who's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like that's that's what I like about it as an activity. And yes, smoking can fucking kill you. Absolutely. Um, a lot of that though depends on how much you smoke and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so we're like... Yeah. I'm going to continue my story now. Continue your story now. I'm sorry. That was... As listeners know, and as you and I both know, this show is basically made up of non-sequiturs. More or less. That's the primary content of the show. Okay. The girl. The girl you smoked with her, she bummed a bunch of cigarettes. Continue. Yeah, so we're talking, we're hanging out, it's all cool. And uh, we get to the one night I can do something about it. She is over at the house that we rented. Uh, We go to this convention and a group of us, we rent a vacation house because vacation houses this time of year in Phoenix are really cheap. Oh, yeah. Uh, So we have a pool. We're on a lake. Mm -hmm. This huge house, whatever. She comes over, but the reason she came over is because us and another guy had scheduled a whiskey tasting. Okay. So this guy and I had become friends last year. He was like, next year I'm going to bring you some good scotch. We're going to do a whiskey tasting. So we have, I counted earlier, we had 11 bottles of whiskey. You drank 11 bottles with this guy? I drank 11, well, I mean, we didn't finish off the bottles. It was a tasting. Okay, so you tasted 11 bottles with this guy. I tasted 11 bottles of whiskey. So you had, like, how many shots? You had 11 shots, right? It was a little more than that. Uh, okay. We weren't using shot glasses to measure out. We were just using glasses. Just like old-fashioned glasses? Just like old-fashioned glasses. Well, no, not even because we were in a rental house. We didn't have those. We were using coffee cups. Okay. Well, it's about the same size. <laughs> <laughs> so we just pour a little bit of whiskey into each of these cups. So it ended up being slightly more than a shot for each each whiskey. Okay. So you had roughly 13 or 14 shots. That's a pretty good estimate. Okay. I was doing all right. All right. I, so, I believe you. So this girl, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give her first name away. It's Emily. Emily. Oh, gonna, wow. Go track her down. Girl named Emily. Yeah. The only one in the world. <laughs> the, yeah. The only Emily in the world. Um, I'm, She left half a shot of whiskey out by the pool. Okay. I had been out. We So one of the things that came with this pool was kayaks and pool noodles. Jesus Christ. So I was drunk. We had been out kayak jousting. You're so white. Yes. <laughs> and... <laughs> So we'd been at kayak jousting, whatever. <laughs> like, there was some funny shit going down. She left half a shot of whiskey. So I walk over. I take the half shot of whiskey. I walk away from the whiskey glass. It takes her about 10 minutes. She finally notices. And, like, I am the obvious culprit here because I am so drunk. Yeah. Like, the, there were a couple other people who had whiskey tastings who did the whiskey tasting with us. Yeah. But they didn't have all of them. Yeah. They didn't have a lot. Dude, you're going off on a million. You're talking like you're drunk. Go go the other way. I was I was pretty drunk at this point. Okay. So, like, I'm the obvious culprit for who stole her whiskey shot. I understand. So she's like, Ryan, go get me another whiskey shot since you took mine. I'm like, all right, what do you want? She tells me what she wants. I go, pour a shot of whiskey. I walk out to the pool. I go to hand it to her. She reaches out to grab it. I pull it away and take the shot. Oh, now you're being flirtatious, but also imbibing of more and more alcohol. More and more alcohol. Yes, that's a good mix. So my memory of the night is... I'm hit- I'm shaking my head sarcastically. That's a terrible mix. Why the fuck would you do that? Continue. <laughs> because I was drunk and I didn't know better. My okay. memory of the night is of hitting on her and getting shot down. Her memory of the night is of me hitting on her male friend that she brought. Telling, <laughs> Jesus Christ! So when you're drunk, you hit on men. Is I what guess. you're saying. That's. Oh my God. <laughs> 
there is a little bit of history between us that I won't go into that led to a conversation with me effectively saying I wanted to make out with her male friend she brought. I don't remember it. That certainly wasn't what I meant. Oh, That's how Jesus. It ended up, right? So... Oh my god! <laughs> so, I throw up, I go to sleep, I wake up, I throw up, I spend the entire day feeling sick. Of course you do! Because you're a fucking moron! <laughs> she comes over Tuesday night, we, uh, her and I and everyone staying in our house have dinner together, we grill steaks, it's nice, we're mm. talking. My f flight leaves at one o'clock in the morning. Oh, what the fuck? Wow! <laughs> I know, it was super shitty. I finally had recovered from all the whiskey the night before, so, like, I wasn't sick on the flight or whatever. At one in the morning? you recovered from the whiskey the night before? Yeah. How? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it took me 24 hours. That so makes sense. That was, it was a lot of whiskey and I am a small dude. Um, I can totally understand that. So she, she goes to the airport with me and I'm like, I'm really confused at this point because my memories aren't matching up with hers. I'm like, she was hitting on me. I get shot down. Now she's taking me to the airport. What is happening? I don't even know. Whatever. We get to the airport. We hug. I leave. I get on a plane. We're talking on the plane before, before it takes off. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can text for a little bit on the plane before they start taxing and you have to put your phone in airplane mode. Yeah, yeah. So we're texting and I'm like... Like, joking with her about her flying out to see me and I said something and she got super pissed and then our plane starts taxiing. Oh no. Well I say she got pissed. She claims she didn't get pissed. Women always claim they didn't get pissed. I know that sounds like a very sexist comment but okay it's so fucking true though. Women never claim that they're angry about a thing they're angry about. It's just a thing that happens. I, it's it's not like I'm bagging on chicks or anything. I don't have a problem with women. I'm not a chauvinist or whatever. But it, it is true that most women that I've talked to, they say they are not angry when they obviously are. Yeah. So continue. So I, I'm like, look, we're taxiing. I have to turn my phone in airplane mode. I don't know what just happened. Yeah. I And we leave on a two and a half hour flight. Ugh. And I'm worrying about it the whole flight. Mm. It's one o'clock in the morning. I have a test at 11. So you obviously well, like this girl because you're concerned about it. I obviously like this girl because I'm concerned about it. I don't know how to interpret what she's saying. Mm -hmm. We land. I start talking to her again. And she just won't talk about it. Oh, Christ. That's terrible. And, like, I had brought something up. And she was like, oh, no, I wasn't mad. And then she moved on. I was yeah. like, all right, I'm not going to push it. We're talking, we're talking. And finally, there's some really convoluted opportunity for me to force situation. I'm like, look, it seemed like you were really mad at me. I have no clue what happened. Whatever. So yeah. so one of the things that had happened was um, I made a comment while I was drunk about wanting to make out with someone. She, oh, she interpreted okay. it as wanting to make out with her friend, her male friend she brought. Her What? So, and it's because I was drunk. I know she's the word, aware like, of your sexuality. Right? Uh, like no, she's she's not. <laughs> like this this was just a clusterfuck for me. Oh Christ, like, dude! Looking back, I, I I she interpreted everything to the best of her her knowledge. Like yeah. this was just me fucking everything up at every opportunity. So her she finally is like, all right, did you want to make out with me? And were you too drunk to say so? Yeah. Mind you, I have landed. I'm in Dallas at this point. We're a couple thousand miles apart, and my response to that is yes and yes. Yes, I want to make out. With you. Yes, I was too drunk to say so. And her response is, God damn it. Her response is, what the fuck? It just fucking, God damn it. I was trying to load up a sound effect and it froze in the middle. Ah, it's fucking time. So the sound effect I was trying to load, womp, womp. 
Okay, so you told her that you liked her, you wanted to make out with her, blah, blah, blah. You're already thousands of miles away. And you've continued to text this girl since then, right? Yeah. So she, because I couldn't figure out exactly what she was trying to say, I was just like super autistic and socially awkward. And she finally yeah, was yeah. like, she was like, no, I'm As we are. As, As we, are. we nerds tend to be super autistic and socially awkward. And so yeah. she finally, finally helped me out. I was like, look, does this help? Like, I like you. Totally wanted to make out with you too. And I was just like, God damn it. Okay, so. So let me let me ask you a question, man. You're in college, right? Yeah. I'm gonna bust your balls on this. You're oh, in college, don't. right? Please don't. You're in college, right? It. Yeah. Okay. This is the most high school fucking story I have ever heard in my life. <laughs> I know, and it's so fucking shitty, and it's because I was so fucking drunk. See, this is why alcohol's bad for you, kids. I say as I take another drink. Mmm. Drinks are delicious. Yes. This is why alcohol is bad for you. It'll embarrass you in front of women. A hundred and five percent of the time. Not quite a hundred and ten percent? Not quite. That's still more than a hundred percent, you know. It is. You're a comp sci major. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Have you not dealt with floating point numbers? Floating point numbers are stupid and they don't work. Wow, you just completely blew me away. <laughs> okay! <laughs> okay, so you talked about this girl... I was actually fascinated to hear it, and I'm glad that yeah, you did. Yeah, so, so one of the things that happened while I was drunk and apparently failing to hit on this girl instead of hitting on her male friend is she got my phone. Okay. This is the only girl I have ever given my passcode to. No. 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 Let, me, let me rephrase that. This is the only person ever that I've given my phone's passcode to. Wow. Yeah. So I don't have the Facebook app on my phone. Yeah. I do have the Twitter app on my phone. Yeah. So I threw up. I told you already. Yeah. I sobered up temporarily. I sobered up for about five minutes. Yeah. When as did, one does after they throw up. I noticed she had been on my Twitter. Oh, no. Yeah. So what she posted wasn't terrible. She had had some drinks. It was loads of fun. Like, it's still on there. You can go check me out on Twitter, which I plugged last episode and we'll probably plug at the end of this episode. You can go check it out. We're not going to deal with it now. Okay. I'll pull it up when you actually plug your Twitter. Yeah. Pull it up when I plug my Twitter. We'll go over what, what a girl who was drunk said when I was drunker than she was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Dean, uh, Twitter just recently named its new CEO. It's looking at going through some changes. Yeah, speaking of Twitter, nice segue, bro. <laughs> Twitter's looking to ditch their 140 character limit. That is going to be a huge fucking mistake. It's going to be the worst mistake Twitter can make. Now I say that. I love Twitter. Twitter is my social platform of choice. Mm -hmm. Twitter has never in its lifespan been profitable. No, Twitter has never ever been pro That is That is true. Twitter has never made money, even though they had a huge investment um, cycle with their IPO and stuff like that. They've never been a profitable company. And it's one of these things that it fascinates me that people are so willing to invest in Twitter when Twitter is a loser yeah. financially. Yeah. It's amazing to me. Yeah. I agree. So, you're scrolling through this article, Twitter's gonna break its 140 character limit, or maybe not. I yeah, mean, they're considering they're it. They're the considering original it. the original thing is from Recode. And, uh, it says Twitter is building a new product that will allow users to share tweets that are longer than the company's 140 character limit, according to multiple people familiar with the company's plans. I feel like this is an advertising thing. Yeah. This is a jump. This is a jump that they're going to make. It's apparently, judging by the wording here, um, it's going to be a separate platform that's plugged into Twitter. You know, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't mind it. But the issue is that 
I don't know. I feel like Twitter's 140 character limit is good for it's, Twitter. It's what makes Twitter not Facebook. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. It is what makes Twitter not Facebook. Facebook has implemented hashtags. It has implemented everything Twitter's implemented, except it allows you to go way over 140 characters. In some cases, so far over that I'm not interested in reading your fucking Facebook posts. Also, Facebook, though, when you look at Facebook, it has become a mess. I have never been a fan of Facebook. No, I hate I I hate Facebook. I have a Facebook now to yeah. keep up with people from Con that I mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's really the only reason I have a Facebook. My family has sent me friend requests on Facebook, and I deny them every time. The reason Facebook is still popular is because it's obligatory rather than desired. Really, this yes, is one I way agree. that I worded it in a uh, in a in a post for a class that I'm in is that Facebook is obligatory rather than desired. People don't want Facebook. People don't like Facebook. The only reason people are on Facebook is because everyone they know is on Facebook. If I, yeah, and no one else is really on the other social medias. Last week I plugged my Ello. There's no one on Ello. Yeah, I actually want you to send me an invite to that because I, uh, I mentioned it in the mission statement for DinoNet. I mentioned Ello. Yeah. And it's, it's a freaking great website. It's, it's, they don't have any ads. They're not ad supported, uh, like most places are. It's beautiful, really. It, It really is. And, but the problem with Ello is like, there were a whole bunch of my friends who created an Ello and so for me, all of my friends are on Ello because all of my friends are from this con and we're kind of the most tech-savvy people. Yeah. For my friends, none of their friends are on Ello. No. Because these friends actually use Facebook and they have people on Facebook who don't have other social media. Absolutely not. So, it's almost like Google Plus kind of is. Yeah. Which is, Google Plus is a great way to get a hold of particular topics that you like. Mm-hmm. Google Plus is like a meta forum. You can get a hold of topics that you like with communities that you like, with people who are pretty smart because they're on Google Plus and Google Plus is a nerd platform anyway. Yep. And it's 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 a really good place for that. I spend more time on Google Plus than I do on Facebook because Facebook is ugly. Yep. Facebook is my newsfeed is just clogged with ads and with shitty videos that my shitty friends have shitty shared that that just makes everything terrible yep. when I'm scrolling through yep. Facebook. It's awful. It's it's awful. Now I use an ad blocker, so I don't have a problem with the ads. But mm. Facebook is So do I, and they still come up. Dude. Really? I don't Facebook have that keeps finding their way around it. Like I use ABP and dude, there's ads right here on the side. There are. See, I don't have those. I use microblock. Maybe you should use microblock. That's okay. your problem. Um my problem with Facebook is it's like a drama haven. It's where you it go is. when you want to post something passive aggressive and make everyone around you fucking pissed off. Yep. And you want to say this one thing to this one person, but you don't want to name them by name. So you go yeah. make some vague posting. Vague yeah. post on Facebook and oh I hate it so much. Mm-hmm. I hate it so much. It's awful. <clears throat> but th- this is the thing. Like, look, suggested post, Red Bull. I don't care fucking about Red Bull TV. I don't care about your child. I don't care about this thing that you just shared. I don't care about this video you just shared. Look at my Facebook feed. It's a fucking mess. It is. That's a <clears throat> huge mess. Do you remember when Facebook was just your friends? Do yes. you remember when Facebook was just your friends posting text posts about what they did and what yeah, they were doing? that's been years ago. That was as MySpace was declining, so... That's exactly right. And that's... I liked Facebook then. It was just my friends. Now, you, you see, I didn't even like Facebook then. When Facebook was first starting and when Facebook was good, it was yeah. just a shitty MySpace. I agree with that, it's but... It's a and shitty MySpace where you can't customize your profile. That's exactly right. You can't customize right. your page. You can't customize the way things look like. I spent hours, like, tweaking 
leaking CSS themes and such from my MySpace and setting yeah, me up too. playlists me that too. would autoplay. And my MySpace was an experience. Yes, I I feel the same way about mine, dude. It was it was fun to to make your MySpace. That's kind of why and I'm on Tumblr people, now. People people started migrating off MySpace to Facebook, and so I kind of created Facebook because I had to. Yep, it was and obligatory. From the time I created it, it, it was just complete bullshit. It's always been ugly. It's oh, it's so ugly. But I liked it Facebook because it always... was essentially I liked the old Facebook, Facebook before all the news and the video sharing and the bullshit because Facebook was essentially what Twitter is now. Yeah. It was just your friends saying, "Hey this, hey that, hey this." It was just your friends and you could see what your friends were doing and you could see what your friends were saying and thinking and it was it was just you and your friends on the internet together. Yep. And now it's not that anymore and not only is it ugly now it's annoying. And so Facebook to me is a loser at this point. I don't like Facebook at all. It's yep. terrible. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. I liked it. I liked it back in the day. That's kind of how I feel about Google Plus. Google Plus is one of those things that it's just you and people that you care about talking. I feel the same way about Twitter. Twitter, you follow the people that you care about. Now, like I said on the last show, personal heroes and friends of yep, mine. That's yep. all I follow on Twitter and I see what they have to say. Part of the reason I like Google Plus and Twitter more than Facebook is the people you follow. Yeah. They aren't called your friends. No. If I deny someone's friend request on Facebook, that gives them some social authority to come back and say, what, we're not friends? Yeah, what, we're, you're, you're not my friend you're not on my, Facebook? Why aren't you my friend? You should be my friend. We're friends, I thought we were friends. We? On, Twitter, yeah. it's, on Twitter, it's, oh, you're not following me? It, okay. And, <laughs> it, I mean, on Twitter, it doesn't even matter because how much do your friends really post compared to everyone else you follow? Like, Twitter, shit happens so fast that even if you're following people you don't like, you don't really ever see it. That's exactly right, man. On Google+, Plus, you have circles. They're not your friends. Like, you yeah. put people in, in different circles. Yeah, and you're in this so circle. You're in a circle of acquaintances. You're in a circle of friends. You're in a circle of, of family. People who or, post interesting things or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and it, it's a completely different dynamic. Yeah. I actually don't like Google+. Plus. Um, really? Yeah, so... I like and, it. I think it's beautiful. I think it's easily... I think it's easy to organize. I really do. It is. It. Here, here's the thing. Uh, you and I both play Ingress. Yes. Right? I am much more involved in the community for Ingress than you are. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually... I'm very casual. There's there's no way to say this without being just a complete asshole. No, I say was, it. Who cares? I was a, quote, leader, unquote, in the Ingress communities. Yeah. Um, Because I was super active. I was always yeah, doing yeah. stuff. So, for a bit there, I remember those days. I remember back when you were one of the people on Ingress in the region who were uh, considered to be one of the, I guess, organizers. I was an organizer. I was one yeah. of our most active players. I was out there always doing shit. I'd spend hundreds of dollars in gas money every month going out to play this game. Yeah. Whatever. So I, I was a, a, a leader in Ingress or whatever. And so I have tons of people on Google Plus now who I don't care about at yeah. all. I just put those people, those people on Ingress who I don't really care about, but who I know through Google, through Ingress, mm -hmm. I put them in the Ingress circle on Google Plus. I have an Ingress circle on Google Plus where I put those people. I've started doing that too, but it still shows up in my feed. Yeah. Yeah. And That's it also depends though, because Google Plus algorithms work in such a way that it will show the stuff that you feel like you're more interested in. Mm -hmm. Like someone could follow the exact same people as me and get a completely different feed yeah. because they click on different links, they comment on different posts, they do different things, yeah. right? And that's yeah. part of the reason that I actually like Google is that their algorithms are really good at tailoring things to you. And I'm not whoring for Google. I know Google has done bad shit in the past. Yeah. But it's it's 
the Google Plus platform is probably my favorite social media site. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I, I definitely would like Google Plus a lot more if my feed wasn't all Ingress stuff from back when I played a lot of Ingress. Yeah. And I think the thing to do is just to use Google more now that I'm not playing Ingress and it'll start to see my new... New interests. That, my new interests, the things yeah. that I appreciate more and it, uh, that would fix it. But I just kind of don't want to put in that effort. You yeah, know? I, I feel the exact same way. It's difficult to purge and it's difficult to kind of get things back to where you think they should be. Kind of like on Twitter when you're when you're kind of encouraged to purge uh, followers and such. Yeah. And it, it's just kind of difficult to do. The nice thing about Twitter for me is I follow the people I follow. I don't follow English people. I never have. So what I see on Twitter is English. Yeah, I agree. Um, hey, Dean. Yeah. We've had some drinks. Yes, we have. I have to go to the bathroom. Do you really? I do. Okay. Let's, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Registry I did Well you bit up more than you can chew the first day you met We're back Oh couldn't even take that whole shot man Fuck Let's take a shot of makers Oh jeez A little strong? It was a little strong You know what that means? You know what that means? No I don't It means you're not drunk enough No I think that means I'm plenty drunk Oh, I am considerably smaller than you, Dean. Oh, that's true. That's true. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Uh, I shouldn't expect you to keep pace because you are. How, what? How tall are you? Uh, five foot nine and a five half. Five nine. Ish. Okay. I'm pretty close to five ten. Okay. So five. Let's just say five. All right. Just you know because that's still higher than average. What? Uh, what do you weigh? I weigh 125. 125? Yeah. Okay, see, I'm 5'10", and I weigh almost 200. I'm about 190, 195, depending on the day. And it does shift that much because I eat a lot of beef. Yeah. I eat so much beef, dude. It depends on what I've eaten that day, whether or not I weigh five pounds more. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it makes sense that, that, that I would be... My yeah. weight fluctuates five pounds depending on whether or not I've taken a shit that morning. Yeah, I understand, dude. I know that feeling. Okay, so the next story we want to talk about, dude. Yeah, so uh, you and I, we're both nerds. We're Absolutely. Both, both fans of Star Wars. Everyone listening to this is assumedly a nerd anyway. Uh, assumedly. Yeah. I mean, anyone listening to podcasts is assumedly a That's nerd. exactly right. Actually, I noticed this thing. Um, I, I do, just before we get to the next story, because this occurred to me before we started recording, and I haven't brought it up yet, because I wanted to hear your reaction cold. Um, they pointed out, again, on no agenda, there was an episode a long time ago where they pointed out that podcasts tend to talk about comic books a lot. That huh. podcasts and comic books tend to cross over quite a bit. And it got me thinking, man, what's that Venn diagram look like? Where you have podcasters and comic book readers. What is that overlap? What do you think it is, man? You know, I don't know. Uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts. 
I don't read comic books, and I don't listen to podcasts that talk about comic books. So I am very much in that section of podcast listeners who don't overlap with comic book readers. See, I'm I'm the opposite. I am in that podcasting, podcaster, podcast listener group that also reads and loves comics. And it's it's a strange thing. I think there is something about podcasting, um, not just making shows, but also listening to shows, that is very much for the kind of uh, geekier, nerdier type of group. I think mm-hmm. it's sort of... Um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I just burped. I am, uh, kind of split. Is podcasting, do you think the future or is podcasting now? Like is, is podcasting as far as it's going to get right now with nerds listening to shows or is podcasting the future where people our age are going to grow up and be listening to podcasts on their commute when they're 30 years old? It's really hard to say, you know, um, I don't think I have an answer for that. It could go... It's a difficult question, it is. right? And it could go both ways, honestly. Like, I, th- I think the best piece of information you could get, and I, yeah. don't, I don't have it, is how many people our age currently listen to talk radio? That is a really good question. How many people are listening to Howard Stern on XM? Yeah. How many people listen to, to, to the talk, even FM talk show radio? Yeah, like, like morning shows, morning and, shit shows like that. and shit like that. Bob and Tom or something like that. Yeah, or out in our, our area, we have 97.1 The Eagle with, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Well-renowned See, DJ I've been into podcasts and... so long. I've lived in this area for about four years. Yeah. I've been into podcasts so long, I have never listened to radio in this area. I I do occasionally listen to radio in this area, and there was a while before I was into podcasts when I listened to talk radio, which is, I think is what got me into podcasts. And now that I'm in podcasts, I don't listen to talk radio anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I used to listen to talk radio all the time, AM radio, all the time in West Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When I lived there, I used to listen to it all the time. And this is before I kind of, like, I used to describe myself as kind of Republican. Yeah. That was the way that I used to uh, describe myself because I was always you got a cigarettes? Uh, no. Okay. What are you looking for? Nothing. I'm not looking for anything. Keep talking. Are you just lining things up? Yes. Oh my god. Anyway, I used to listen to, uh, a lot of conservative talk show type of stuff. And then my dad got XM, and it was fun to listen to, uh, like, Opie and Anthony and stuff. That's now Opie and Jim. And I definitely recommend that show on satellite radio. It's damn good. It's funny, funny, funny. But, um... I used to listen to a lot of, like, Rush Limbaugh and shit like that, and then I got to the point where I was listening to Rush Limbaugh and I thought, this guy's an idiot too. Yeah. Uh, where I couldn't listen to Democrats, and I couldn't listen to Republicans, I couldn't listen to liberals, I couldn't listen to conservatives, and that's when I kind of turned into a libertarian, and then beyond that, I kind of turned into an anarchist. Yeah. So, it's it's one of those things that I used to listen to, but I don't anymore because there's nothing on the radio for me. I don't like music that gets played on the radio. I like really? other shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of... If if I ever want to listen to classic rock, I can just pull it up on, on the phone. Yeah. If I ever want to listen to the stuff that I actually listen to, which tends to be either EDM or metal, yep, I can listen to that on the phone. I don't need the radio anymore. Radio is fucking terrible. I, I absolutely agree. I uh, actually listened to the radio for the first time in three months or something the other mm-hmm. day because my phone battery was dying and I don't want to play music on the way. And, you know, um, 
when I was in Phoenix, the guys I was with got a rental car and we're trying to find some stations out there. And the radio in Phoenix is awful. Oh, we yeah. actually have some decent stations out here. Yeah. I think radio everywhere is pretty bad, man. Because you can't be honest on radio. Like, you have advertisers. And, like, you can't just lean into the mic and say, Oh my fuck, fuck this shit, blah, 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 blah. You can't say that kind of stuff because not only do you have the FCC, you also have advertisers. So you can't come out on the radio and say, Oh my god, fuck, uh, you know, uh, the pharmaceutical company because they're assholes. You can't do that. Yeah. Because they advertise on that shit. You can't mm-hmm. you can't be honest. No. And I prefer podcasting because I see it as the most honest medium. That uh, podcasting and YouTube vlogging. Yep. I yep. see as the Absolutely most agree. honest medium of uh like information that you can possibly listen to. We uh didn't we start this podcast episode 1 with words you can't say on the radio? Yeah, yeah, actually. I think we I think the last time I think the very first episode we talked about the seven dirty words from George Carlin. Yes, we did. So I just pulled it up. Do we want to repeat it? Episode three. Let's repeat the seven dirty words because we're podcasters and fuck that shit. And also you are not sober enough to type. I'm not. I, I did type it though. I got it. I got you it. You typed Jorv Carlin. I, but it, yeah, Google understood. Really okay, so I'm going to skip forward to where I think it actually is. Um, you might be the lady from the San Diego Zoo visiting one of the Tonight Shows. Dirty word. That seems a little strange to me. It's indecent, profane, obscene, blue. <laughs> yes, WBAI is the one who played them. Ship is fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Now that was the original list. We've added a few words since then. We've added fart, turd, and twat. There you go, man. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. We just said them. We just said it twice. Yeah. We're... And we are not going to get shut down. No, nope, We are not, not going to get censored. As long as I mark this explicit on iTunes, which I always do because I always say fuck. There's not... I don't think there's a single show... Wait, that's a lie. The Father's Day show of Dino Files. Yeah. I didn't curse. Holy shit. All was... that much. How... I might have said hell. <laughs> I might have said hell once. But that was a struggle for me because I curse all the time and I, I see it as expletives are designed to um, augment language. They're designed to add to the things that you're saying in such a way that people will understand exactly how you feel about a thing. I think expletives are just meant to be rude. You really do? Yeah. See, I look at them differently. I look at expletives They're... as additions to language to make people understand. So I'm a guy who cusses a whole lot. Yeah, um... you do. You cuss as much as me. I cuss at least as much as you. Um, and honestly, there are other adjectives which are safer work that replace all of the functions I need. Frigging is one of them. Frigging instead of, uh... No, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about, like, I can't think of any now because I'm a little too drunk. (laughs) But there are... Gosh darn it! Gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. No, there are there are plenty of adjectives to make up for whatever you can say in an expletive. Holy cow instead of holy but shit. Using an expletive just means something a little extra. It that it just kind of augments what you're saying. It it, it makes what you're saying um it it, it, it brings across the meaning and the emotion that you feel. Yeah, there in you a go. way that's a lot more visceral 
than if you were just to say this freaking thing over here. No, freaking is sensory. If you say this fucking thing, you people know that you think this thing is a fucking thing. This thing is a is a thing that you're is, angry at. This thing is out there procreating right now and Absolutely. it doesn't care. And it doesn't give a shit. This fucking thing over here. There's a Penn and Teller bullshit episode on cussing <coughs> in which they uh nice cough, nice smokers cough there. In which they uh in which they talk about the curse uh there's a woman who is against cursing so much that she made an entire organization about it. On Penn and Teller bullshit, they interview her. And she says, instead of, uh, holy shit, you can say Santa Vaca, which is something her dad said. Her dad was a Mexican, and he would say Santa Vaca. Okay. And they said, okay, Santa Vaca is, is basically the Mexican translation of holy cow. Okay. And so what you're doing when you say holy cow is you are making fun of the Hindu belief that cows are sacred. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and you are turning this Hindu belief into a joke. You're turning it into an expletive, right? And they said, what's more obscene, making fun of an entire religion or saying holy shit? Yeah. And it makes sense to me, dude. Like, words are just words. Yeah, it makes and sense And we to me are too. not censored. We, You and I are not censored in this space. If we were on AM radio, this show would be full of bleeps and bloops and everything that... Like, I did in the last show, whenever we said, uh, what's his name's name, I decided to go back and bleep that. Did you? I did. I haven't listened to it yet. I did, and you will be so disappointed when you hear it. Because I w I'm taking a, uh, an, a law and ethics class for journalism right now. Now. Okay. And it made me very, very afraid. Is this your professor? No, 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 no. This is another professor who I actually like. I have a professor in this law and ethics class. No, I mean the name that you bleat, which... Yeah, he is, um, he is the one on Twitter that we we're making fun of. Okay, so and you bleeped out his name. Yeah, we said his name a lot, and I bleeped it out simply because... I don't want to be hit for libel, really. Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason that I did it. But it's it's it frightened me to hear some of the things that are successful in libel cases and stuff like that. And so I decided to bleep him out. And if this were on AM radio, most of that show would be bleeped. Yeah. I couldn't say, what the fuck is this goddamn thing over here? You can't fucking tell me this or that or the other thing. I couldn't do that. It would sound terrible. It would all be bleeped or it wouldn't be allowed on the radio. Yeah. And that's why I like podcasts. That's why I like satellite radio is that we can say whatever the hell we want to say. We can say whatever, whatever the, the fuck hell we want to say, say. And we can censor ourselves. We can censor ourselves. We can decide what we want to say. Now, we didn't do such a good job in the last show, but this is a drinky show. That's why I edit this show is so that I can know that we're saying things that are appropriate <laughs> that we're not going to get sued for. Because we are now asking for donations, which makes this show, in a sense, commercial. So if he wanted to sue us, he would have a case. Yeah. And I don't want that to happen. I no. want us to be able to say whatever we want to say. You know what? If we get sued, I lose money. And if I you lose, lose money, if I lose, I lose money, I have a donation thing set up, but that doesn't mean I have any donate. There are zero donors on my donation page. Dean, if I lose money, I can't spend $96,000 on a Star Wars bikini. Did you do that? No. You didn't spend night. Then why bring it up as an example? Uh, because someone else did spend $96,000 on a Star Wars bikini, and not just any Star Wars bikini. They spent $96,000 on Princess Leia's Star Wars bikini. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Yes, Princess Leia's Star Wars bikini from Episode 6. 
the uh, Return of the Jedi, originally called the Revenge of the Jedi. This bikini, this gold bikini that she wore, just sold for $96,000. You're right! I am right. And that is a whole lot of money for a bikini. Um, Alright, this is something that is amazing to me. Um... Last month, Auction House Profiles in History announced it would feature a number of high-profile pieces of movie memorabilia, including Princess Leia's famous slave costume from the Star Wars saga. The items sold at auction on Friday, and the winning bid was a whopping $96,000. That is from EW.com. That is ridiculous. Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, Carrie Fisher famously wrote the... the, the wow. I'm. It's a drinky show, people. Give us some slack. Carrie Fisher famously wore the metal outfit in Star Wars Episode Six: The Return of the Jedi, according to CNN, bidding open Thursday at eight at eighty thousand dollars for the costume, which included the collar, several chain links, and a letter of authenticity from ILM and designer Richard Miller. So $96,000 is an impressive amount for a bikini. Yeah, especially since the winner was not named. The person who spent $96,000 on the metal bikini was not named. I'm not really impressed that that's only $16,000 up from the starting bid. I am. The starting bid was (laughs) $80,000. Yeah, but like, this is the bikini from the original Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, sure, it started at $80,000 a lot for a bikini. But yeah. only up sixteen thousand dollars. I don't know. Despite this high there sale, are, there are a lot of huge Star Wars fans with a lot of money. Yeah. Well, EW says despite this high sale, the record setter of the auction was a miniature model of Leia's blockade runner. The spaceship is the first craft seen in the Star Wars franchise and was sold for four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, having opened at two hundred thousand dollars. See, that's a lot more impressive. Yeah, I agree with that. This broke the record for highest-selling Star Wars artifact in auction. Fisher will reprise her role in J.J. Abrams' Star Wars The Force Awakens due out December 18th. I'm so excited for Star Wars The Force Awakens, I have to admit. I Every time they release a new piece of press, every time they release a new trailer, every time they release a new poster, I jizz myself with no stimulation. Really? Yes. See, I'm not all that excited about it. Man, you're... Because you're a fucking asshole, that's why. <laughs> I am a fucking asshole, I know. And... Uh, I will keep fucking assholes, but I'll probably be there opening night. Like, I like Star Wars, but... To be honest with you, opening nights have gotten a lot less cool since I first went to my... Like, since I went to my very first opening night, opening nights have gotten a lot lot less cool. Yeah? Yeah, my first opening night was either... I can't remember which one. It was either The Phantom Menace, Star Wars Episode Mm 1, or it was Spider-Man, the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. Yeah, so... And those were really, really cool, but since then it's gotten to the point where they stagger the releases. The earliest one is like 9 o'clock at night. Fuck you. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? I don't know, dude. I like standing in line until a midnight movie. So I'm going to disappoint effectively all of our listeners now. Okay, all of our listeners who we have established are nerds. Yes, all of our listeners who we have established are nerds. I'm going to disappoint all of you right now. My first opening night was for Harry Potter 8. I went to that opening night, and I've never seen a Harry Potter film before or since. Now, see, the first Harry Potter film I saw was 7. So, 7 and 8 are parts 1 and 2 of the last book. Yes. I saw 7. I really liked Emma Watson. Yeah. So I She's went... a fucking hottie, isn't she? <clears throat> Hang on, I just... I need a minute. I'm gonna... <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know why you're doing that because they can't see the fact that you're jerking off in my fucking <laughs> in my fucking studio. They can't see it, so you just jerked off in front of me. That means that it's probably more believable that you would have wanted to make out with your uh, your new friend's uh, male my counterpart. Male counterpart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's fine. Just whatever. Uh, no. So so Harry Potter eight was my first opening night, and I really didn't know anything about the series. I just liked Emma Watson, so I saw Harry Potter 8, and then I watched the rest of the videos, and then I read all yeah, the books or whatever. Yeah. Um, I've never read the books, dude. I was reading J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I was reading the Lord of the Rings series while everyone else in the world was reading Harry Potter. I don't know what it was that made me so off, like, as far as popular culture goes, mm-hmm. but I was never... I'm sorry, I just burped. I was never interested in Harry Potter. Yeah. I was reading Lord of the Rings while Harry Potter was popular. Yeah. I guess I was behind by about 60 years? You know what I, I don't know. You know what I was reading while Harry Potter was popular? What's that? Animorphs. Animorphs! I remember that on the fucking cover, they would always have the bad Photoshop renditions of, like, the person turning into a dinosaur yep. or whatever it, it was. was I remember those so clearly. Yeah, no, I uh, grew up in a very Christian household, and uh, there was one opportunity I had to read Harry Potter. It was at uh, a book fair or whatever when I was in third grade. Yeah, at the Scholastic Book Fairs? The Scholastic Book Fairs. That's exactly what it was. It was in elementary school. My mom was like, are you interested in Harry Potter? And I was like, no, I've never read any of them. I'm not not really interested in that. And then every time after that, there was some religious reason why I wasn't allowed to read Harry Potter. And so I just stuck with Animorphs. Yeah, absolutely. I totally understand that. My mom, there was a time where my mom was very, very uh, sort of religious about how she censored what myself and my brother uh, imbibed as far as uh, pop culture goes. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't allowed to watch anime for a while. Okay, that's So I missed all of Yu-Gi-Oh! as a child. You're not really missing much. I I agree. Yu-Gi-Oh! looking back is terrible. But... I missed a lot of fucking anime as a kid. We didn't have cable for the longest time. I was in, I think, fifth grade when we got cable. Yeah. And when that happened, I started watching, uh, oh, what was the show where they went into the computer and when they were outside the computer, they were traditional anime. When they went inside the computer, they were 3D animation. I can't remember. The only thing I can think of is Mega Man. And that No, that's right. not it at all. Uh, oh, shit! Some motherfucker is gonna be able to tell me and since no one listens to the show we're not gonna know we're never gonna know the answer to this question this is gonna be something that haunts me for the rest of my life um but i used to watch that show on toonami yeah uh while my mom was in the shower after school she would pick us up from school we would go home she would take a shower and i would watch this show because it was the only anime i could get away with watching with simply because it happened directly after i got home yeah and my mom was away and i could watch this fucking show i actually grew to love it but my mom was against anime for a while Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff like that cowboy bebop and all, yeah. all that kind of stuff she was against anime because she thought it was demonic and then later on my mother and my father both kind of grew into a different kind of christianity that was more liberal uh-huh. and um so now my brother could watch family guy at fucking 10 years old real what <laughs> lucky fuck? him right lucky him because they knew 
that myself and my brother were smart people and that we could understand the difference between fiction and reality and all this other stuff. But there was a period of time where my mom was very much against it. And that's the period of time where I couldn't read Harry Potter. Yeah. That's the period of time where I did read Lord of the Rings. Now, to be honest with you, I'm happy that I read Lord of the Rings instead of Harry Potter. Yeah. Because the Lord of the Rings as literature is much stronger than Harry Potter. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah. I like Harry Potter a lot, but Lord of the Rings is so well written. Exactly. And, And I read it... The same way that I watched Star Wars. Yeah. I watched Star Wars. I made a mistake. You see, I picked... My my grandmother had the VHS set of... You just dropped your phone and that's going to fucking echo through the fucking microphone. No, I watched um, Star Wars through which jacket on the VHS was cooler. Yeah. And the first jacket that was the coolest was the Stormtrooper jacket. And that was uh, Empire Strikes Back. Uh-huh. So the... The first Star Wars that I watched, I watched on VHS, it was The Empire Strike Back. And then I watched A New Hope, and uh-huh. then I watched Return of the Jedi. Uh-huh. So the twist of Vader being Anakin's father was totally spoiled for me. Ah, oh, that sucks. I know, it that was sucks. terrible. No, if see, I ever have a child, if I ever have a child, I'm not doing that to them. If I ever have a child, they're seeing New Hope first, yeah. and then Empire, and then Return, and then the prequels, because everyone knows the prequels are fucking terrible. Yeah. Right? No, see, my dad was a nerd in the 70s when Star Wars first aired. So my dad saw four in theaters opening night. Oh, yes! So my dad introduced them to me in the right order. The problem is, my dad got stupid with age, and so he also likes and enjoys the prequels. Ooh! So... I whoa shit! Camera. We kicked the mic. That's mic. gonna fucking that's gonna make noise. It's yeah. okay. It's now reset. So so I've seen I've seen all six of them in earnest. Um, oh yes, but that's the thing though, dude. Because you wanna the prequels, whether or not we like them, and despite the fact that most of us hate them, they are Star Wars. Yes, they are. And we have to watch them, and we have to enjoy them as Star Wars. Despite the fact that they're terrible, we have to enjoy them as Star Wars. Yep. And, it uh, is unfortunate. It is unfortunate, but it is the truth. So, you wanna... We were talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! earlier. You wanna hear an interesting story about Yu-Gi-Oh? Tell me a story about Yu-Gi-Oh! So, I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail for our listeners, but I have some health problems that are long-term and recurring. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yes. Um, Which is why... Drinking is fairly rare for you, actually. And that's true. Yeah. Um, drinking is fairly rare for me. I typically only drink heavily for these shows when I'm with people. Um, but I, I have some long-term recurring Or Stiff problems. House, which or... is apparently not going to happen yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Let's not talk about that Okay, right continue. Um, so when I first found out about these health problems was at the time when I was young. I think I was a preteen, not even a teenager yet. Yeah, yeah. And I was watching Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Back when it was on, I think it was on Toonami. It was it? on Toonami. It was on Cartoon Network. It aired at like 9 o'clock every Saturday morning. I had to wake up early to watch the new releases of Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah! Or, or some shit, right? So, there is a commonly held belief in extremist radical Christian circles Yes, that all the Yu-Gi-Oh! monsters are based off actual demons from the Bible. Which is why my mother wouldn't let me watch Which it for the longest time. And like, my brother it. is now allowed to watch that kind of shit because my mom got smart a little bit late. So, <laughs> my parents were the exact opposite. I was allowed to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! as a kid. I'm the oldest in my family. I was allowed to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! You are the son of a preacher! How the hell does that happen? 
Right, exactly, exactly, okay? So, I was watching Yu-Gi-Oh! I was collecting Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, I was playing with my friends, it was all kinds of fun. Oh, that's cool, dude. I used to and watch then... my friends play, and I learned the way to play. Yeah? I learned kind of the, uh, the tactics behind Yu-Gi-Oh! just by watching a friend of mine play in 6th grade. It was, it's, that card game is a lot of fun. So I was playing it with my friends, right? Then I start getting sick. Oh, with your with your problems. With that my you problems. Have. Now my problems are genetic, yes. which means they come from my parents. Yes. Right? But which parent? Is it your dad or your mom? So my my condition is actually recessive, which means oh. it has to come from both. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. That's the worst luck in the world. It is the worst dude. luck in the world. I literally am one in 300,000. There's only one in 300,000 people who have the same condition that I have. Um, it's incredibly rare, and finding doctors in Dallas who can treat it are actually pretty rare. Um, so I'm getting sick. There's all this shit happening. We can't figure out what's going on. My parents are incredibly religious, so of course the thing they turn to is Yu-Gi-Oh. I am doing this shit with these demons, and it is oh. making me sick. Okay. That is the thing that they go That makes on. sense. Right? Because you're doing this shit involved with the devil. And because you're involved with the devil, you are becoming sick so, with the devil's evilness. So I go from <laughs> my parents completely supporting me and being like, oh, you're interested in this? That's cool. Yeah. We'll help you. To being like, no, this shit is from the devil. It's making you sick. You can't do this anymore. You have to get rid of all of your Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You have to stop watching Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, my parents, honest to God, believe for a while that was what caused my problems and made them worse and that's terrible I finally it, it took us over a year it took me about two years to get diagnosed with the problem because it's so rare yeah and once I got diagnosed I got a it's medicine a, it's a liver issue right yeah it's a liver issue um which is which, why alcohol which totally is especially bad the alcohol thing yeah <laughs> right which so, is why I make it a point to say that you're not really a drunkard you you drink very rarely and pretty much on special occasions like this show it's, it's special occasions when you're at that time. when I'm when I'm with people who can monitor me right? yeah absolutely yeah. so so I like all of a sudden everything I did was making me sick and I had to stop because you know it was... and so um there's not really a, a whole lot further to go with that story so I'll, I'll just tell this little anecdote that tell hopefully it. is a segue I was at a friend's house um and it was about a month ago I've got these friends who I still talk to from a place I used to live we we move pretty frequently so this place is out in the middle of nowhere whatever and uh i became I, I switched from being a christian to an atheist a little over a year and a half ago yeah and just making that switch is so fundamental and weird there's a lot of stuff you can observe about yeah yourself. absolutely when you turn into when you become an atheist like i personally don't consider myself an atheist yeah but i totally understand the atheist point of view like mm -hmm. i'm i'm such a huge fan of like pendulette yeah and other very popular atheists that i told that i absolutely understand why they would become atheists and what they see as reality. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of those things that I'm tempted to become an atheist, but I can't quite do it because there's just enough stuff mm -hmm. that can't be explained. Yep. I, I understand. Know? I of course I'm on the other side of that, but I understand. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so one of the things I noticed becoming an atheist is there's there are a lot of views that I held so fundamentally because I was a Christian. And as soon as you become an atheist, you don't necessarily reject all of those views because you're not thinking about yeah. all of those views at the same time. They've been so, part of your morality forever. Forever. 
so I was I was at this friend's house. They're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm an atheist now, or whatever. They say something I'm like, oh yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh totally made me sick. Completely believing what my parents had drilled into me so many years ago that yes, I don't believe anymore. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. as soon as I said it, I realized exactly how stupid it was to say like this TV show made me sick. What? Like what is that? Um, That's kind of how I felt with I my realized, mom when my mom I got I really hard. Anymore, and exactly when my mother got really hard into kind of the fact uh sort of harry potter and anime specifically because anime takes a lot of uh i guess instruction if not instruction then inspiration yeah from different demonic myths yeah that and this didn't really happen until i got into daemonism until i got into studying demons yep and stuff like that I did, I did, and I still am. I am very much into studying demons and studying what demons mean and what they believe and what they what they do to a person. Um, my mom was very much into all that, mm -hmm. and she would say, kind of in a focus on the family style, that I can't watch uh, anime because it's all based on demons and all of this. And it was one of those things that made me a little bit upset, but I don't know, man. I, I just kind of... I was able to separate those things. Uh -huh. I've always been able to separate those things. I wrote a short story, and it's not finished yet. Um, I'm currently, I guess I'm currently writing a short story, because I add to it every now and then. Mm -hmm. I'm currently writing a short story based on a, a demon who comes into this world and makes people do things they wouldn't normally do. It takes place in the 40s, uh, between the 40s and the 50s. Yeah. And there's this evil, man. There's this evil that can't be explained. And I turn that into a demon and I turned it into a demon that I saw as my demon yeah there's a long time ago a demon that I used to consider my demon yeah his name was Amon okay and he's the demon that the Catholic Church applied to anger and wrath okay his name is Amon yeah I personally felt that I was under the control of a mom. Mm -hmm. And when I started going to therapy for my anger issues, I had a therapist who is a Christian therapist. Yeah. And he would say, this is how you have to deal with your anger. You have to deal with your anger in such a way that you can approach it, but also confront it. Yeah. That you have to understand that your anger needs to be given up mm -hmm. to a larger power mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. And that's that's partially why I still believe in God, God quote unquote as we call him I don't believe in necessarily the, the Christian God as Christians define him yeah right yep. I'm a lot of Christians say that I'm not Christian yeah I and can see that. I I I consider that to be a badge of pride honestly <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because a lot of Christians are assholes and if my God is a loving and understanding God then yeah absolutely yep. I'm not Christian from their point of view yeah but but you, it's uh, that sort of thing I, that I that I started writing this short story based on Amon and uh, mm -hmm. the way that Amon affects people and the way that I guess it's my way of talking about how anger affects people. Yeah, you you mentioned earlier that my dad is a pastor. Yeah, absolutely. And I have been an atheist. I said earlier for a little over a year and a half. Um, and part of the reason I'm an atheist is because I was a pastor's son. Yeah. Uh, that 
in that situation, you get to see the absolute worst of Christianity. Yes, and that's true, dude. In that year and a half that I've been an atheist, it has been fascinating to watch my parents, who I respect my parents a lot, disagree with some of their beliefs. Yeah, absolutely. They've been through some really tough shit. Yeah. Most of it As caused of by the church. Really? Really. The church is... Um, now, this depends on your denomination. Some denominations are better than others. My parents are Baptist and yeah. have spent a lot of their time in Southern Baptist churches. Ooh, that's a little Southern rough, Southern Baptists brother. are especially the worst. Um, and they have been hurt so bad that it has been fascinating to watch my, my especially my father, over the last year kind yeah. of question everything he believes. Now, my dad did the opposite that I did. He questioned all of his beliefs and affirmed them and just decided that he was in shitty situations with shitty people, that God still yeah. loves him, whatever. That the world um, is a different state. Like that, that the world is a different place than Eden, than heaven. Yeah. That the world is a different place and that negativity rules over this world. Yes. Now, part of my dad's problem is he saw that he was always correct and it was people and Satan working against him. I saw that my dad was incorrect and a lot of that led me to question everything I was taught. Um, Which is good, dude. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. It's really good to question everything that you've been taught. That's part of the reason that I landed on Christianity as a kind of religious perspective. Yeah. More yeah. than and even a religion. Yeah. Um, Christianity to me is just the teaching that you should love people. That's all that Christianity is. Yeah. And it's there are people who come to this to our campus, mm -hmm. UNT. Yep. On Wednesdays specifically. Yep. And they say that everyone is damned to hell yep. if they don't bow before Jesus. And I'm sitting here thinking, no, 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 no. That's not the truth. The truth is, you bow to love. You bow to freedom. Yeah. You bow to the kind of thing that makes a lot of modern, I say modern, I really mean post-revivalist mm -hmm. Christians, you bow to the thing that makes them nervous. Yes. Which is acceptance and love and peace. And they hate that. They cannot stand it. Religion, to a lot of people, not everyone, you know, maybe one of our listeners out there is very religious and very accepting, so yeah. I won't say everyone, but there are a lot of people who use religion just exclusively to verify their beliefs and, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? To... Not alienate, but I'm so drunk that alienate is the word that's coming to mind. To Just to exclude. Exclude people yeah. who don't believe the same as them. Like, yeah. like, there have been so many posts on social media that Jesus himself said nothing about homosexuality. Jesus didn't condemn homosexuals. Jesus yeah. didn't praise homosexuals. Jesus said nothing about homosexuality. And it's true, he but, didn't. But there are so many people, like Kim Davis, who we talked about last week. Yes, absolutely. Who are so religiously fundamentally opposed to the idea of homosexuality. Yeah, and in religious in a way that, that they it, are, it refers more to the Old Testament than the New. They are using their religion to justify their beliefs. Mm -hmm. They are not, they don't hold to the teachings of whatever religion they follow, in this case Christianity. Yeah. Christianity they, which says that you should love your neighbor as yourself. That's the only law that Christians are called to follow. The Ten Commandments were in fact written for Jews. 
Jews. Yes. They were not written for, for us, for no. us, you and Jesus, me. I, what, one of the things that was drilled into me as a Christian is that Jesus fulfilled the Ten Commandments. We exactly. are no longer bound to them. Yeah. And that's the thing is a lot of Christians have Ten Commandments bookmarks and they have Ten Commandments this and that that tell them they should hate certain things when all that Jesus said was that you should love one another as your God loved the, you. The, what is the quote? Love the prophets is summed up in this that you should love your neighbor as yourself. You should love your neighbor as yourself. And that's so, so true and so affecting, really. If you believe, it doesn't matter. If you're an atheist, fine. Pendulette one of the most prolific atheists yep. to exist yep. in this world. Yep. Pendulet preaches love. That's all he preaches. If you, li if you listen to the uh, Penn's Sunday School podcast, it always begins with preaching love, Pendulet. And that's what it's about, man. It's about preaching love. It's about loving one another. And if you can't do that, you're not a fucking Christian. No, absolutely. Absolutely not. Love is such a central theme. Even Paul, who was one of the most judgmental, outspoken mm -hmm. Christians. Paul, who wrote the majority of the New Testament and letters to churches. Paul, who rebuked the churches. Paul, yeah. who, who, Philippians is literally the only letter where he isn't rebuked. Christians for their shit. And love is the central theme of Corinthians. It's the central... If I have not love, I have nothing. Exactly, man. And that's the thing about those letters as well, is you have to realize that there's letters. Think of think of this, man. Think of Timothy. Yeah. Okay, think of the book of Timothy. That is just a letter that Paul, previously known as Saul, wrote to Timothy. Mm -hmm. If I'm about to go to Florida... Mm -hmm. And Paul writes a letter to me and says, hey, man, pack a coat because uh, or even the opposite actually is more makes more sense. Pack warm weather clothes, short sleeves and short shorts, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. If he writes that to Timothy and he says, if I'm about to go to Florida and he writes that to me if, and I'm Timothy, he's going to say, pack short shorts and pack short shirts because it's going to be very hot in the middle of the summer and you need to make sure that that's how you're dressed. Yeah. Paul writes that to Timothy. That's a personal letter to Timothy. He's not saying to the entire Christian church, this is how you dress. Yeah. And and yet we have these books in the Bible that are written specifically to different churches, different people that say, behave in this way. Yep. And we apply it to the entirety of Christianity. Yep, globally. The, exactly. I mean, Philippians is written to the church at Philippi. Ephesians That's is written exactly to the church right. at Ephesus. Corinthians is written to the church current and it and it applies directly to them to them and that's the kind of thing about uh, about homosexuality that I disagree with is that Paul writes against homosexuality to the church at uh, what is it Corinth is it in Corinthians I don't remember where Paul now. speaks out against homosexuality doesn't matter that I church believe, that he was I believe the church to. in Corinth is where he uh, Corinthians 2 um, hopefully some of our listeners can correct us because we're super drunk yeah um, absolutely I believe Corinthians 2 is where Paul condemns the man at the church in Corinth who was sleeping with his mother-in-law. Regardless, it's the kind of thing that like in the New Testament when Paul writes to a specific church saying that you shouldn't be saying that homosexual relations are wrong, that you shouldn't yeah. be sleeping man with man 
what you have to remember is that the church at that time, Rome was falling. Yes. Rome was burning to the fucking ground. Was it? I think and a lot of these churches had turned back to their pagan roots. Holy fuck. Ow. Ow. I just headbutted the microphone. <laughs> Sorry. I dropped my cigarette because the computer started to try to turn off and all this. But Paul was writing to the church saying that you shouldn't sleep uh, man with a man. All sorts of stuff. This church had turned back to its pagan roots. Yeah. This church had turned into uh, people sleeping with people dressed as their divinity dressed as their divine figures in order to guarantee a good harvest or what have you and paul was saying no don't do that I he wasn't he wasn't so, going even out against uh homosexual uh maybe it's romans i think it's actually romans where paul wasn't actually saying that homosexual relations are wrong he was saying you shouldn't be sleeping with one another dressed as pagan gods so, I believe it's Corinthians. Um, it's either Corinthians or Colossians, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you remember, Dean, the time when I used to wear hats all of the time? Yeah, absolutely. So, it's been a couple years now. Vamp um, me for a second because I have to piss. So, vamp me and continue talking about you wearing hats. Well, see, I, I also have to that. piss, so maybe we should just take a break. Okay, let's take a let's break. Let's take a break, let's piss. We'll come back talking about that. Sure I wasn't, honey. I know all about your past. Listen to the big shot with his pager on call. You spent most of those nights in my bathroom stall. Yeah, you got a mind, but you left to move. Mind your own business, boy. How was I to know that he was just a fiend and a no-good cheat? Well, it's all in the past, bitch, because now I got it big. Dusty, dusty, darling, dear, you left me dying, crying there, and whiskey, gin, and pints of beer. files taking a shot taking a shot of uh, maker's mark mm-hmm all right so <laughs> whiskey um hats we were talking about hats we were so i'm a guy who used to wear a lot of hats i would wear hats all the time i had a couple different hats i would wear some hell yeah forwards some of them backwards there is a uh, a letter where Paul talks about hats. Yeah, there was. And uh, like I said um, before the break, I can't, I'm too drunk. I can't remember if it was Colossians or Corinthians or, or, or whatever. Romans or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. It was, it was one of those books. It and exists. Just trust us, it exists. Paul gets finished talking about how we as Christians are 
not bound by the law. And then he starts talking about you shouldn't pray with your men shouldn't pray with their head covered because their head is the glory of God. Yeah. Women should pray with their head covered because the woman is the glory of man. Now, on yeah, top of this being that's a weird kind just of... incredibly sexist. Yeah. Um, it's a little weird because Paul finishes saying, Look, we're not bound by the laws. Oh wait, here are some more laws. Yeah, that's that right? that is true. That that does happen. So I have been super involved in church most of my life until up until I became an atheist. And even a little bit after that, I was involved in a lot of church. Yeah, well, here's um, the thing about about the church, especially for atheists, is that the church and the gospel, when instructed correctly, doesn't necessarily make atheism bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, so, the the church and the gospel, when instructed correctly, the gospel is just about loving one another. That's the thing that, that Christ says, is that I give to you this law to love one another as your Lord God loved you. Yeah. And, you know, that's it, dude. At, so at the last church I was at, it's not a church I'm fond of or that I would speak positively of in any way. But um, I would I was up on the stage as a musician uh, and I would wear hats. Yeah. Now, the pastor's wife was a senior adult lady. Okay. Uh, very old. She had senior some adult lady. Senior wow. adult lady. That's quite a description. Is that like an official church description? That or is, is an that your description? A church description. She Holy was fuck, the, dude. No, dude. I'm shitting you. I'm shitting you. Okay, she, good. <laughs> she was old. She'd had some health problems or whatever. And she came up to me and I think the only word she, she said to me was remember like that wearing hats is against the Bible or whatever. Oh, Jesus which Christ. is not strictly speaking true. And which goes directly against the wearing of the yarmulke. Yeah, just... yeah, which is a thing Jews do. And But it doesn't matter. She was old. Um, she was the pastor's wife, whatever. There was another lady who was also very involved in the church. Not the pastor's wife, mind you, but she sang on the praise team occasionally. Yeah. Very active. Always that makes helping sense. Out, and she noticed at one point that I had stopped wearing hats. And she came up to me and she said, look, I know this person and named the person by name who had told me, warned me about wearing hats. She said, yeah. I know this person is against hats. She said, but I just want you to know that we are accepting here that we know the Bible don't mind if you wear a hat just yeah, as yeah. long as like you don't wear it when we're praying or whatever and I notice you don't you always take it off when, when we're praying and she was super which supportive. is not necessarily a Christian uh, thing taking off the hat while praying that's more of in my opinion an American thing like an American thing when you take off your hat during the uh, during the Pledge of Allegiance yeah the Pledge it of is, Allegiance it is a very American like thing but it actually comes from scripture so the second lady who was like as long as you take it off while praying, was more right than the first lady. Here's the ironic thing, and the thing that I don't agree with, but is relevant to this situation. Yeah. Both of the people who came up to me were women, okay? Yeah. I am a male, and it is no secret that the Bible places more value on males than, than women. Yes, absolutely. Even, uh, like, throughout the first, throughout the uh, Old Testament specifically, men are of higher value than women in a certain sense. Like, so, it's it's not necessarily strange that men would be of higher value than women in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, it seems to be more universal, mm-hmm. but... Regardless of all of that, in the Old Testament specifically, what the Jews would call the Torah, the uh, the women are indeed considered to be of lesser value than the men. Yes, but here's the thing. Even in the New Testament, in which defines the modern church, yeah. if you have a 
a problem with someone, there is a procedure to follow. Yeah. And it is as follows. If you are a woman, yeah. you talk to your husband. Oh, yeah. And the husband is supposed to, supposed to submit If you are a man, a male, and you have a problem or this problem is brought to you by your wife, you go to a deacon. Yeah. If you are a deacon, then you go to the person with whom the problem is had. So in yeah. this case, the pastor's wife should have gone to her husband, who is the pastor, who is higher than a deacon and could have gone directly to me. Yeah. And the pastor could have said, look, my wife is bothered by you wearing a hat. Absolutely. But that didn't happen. Yeah. The second lady, I, I am not sure exactly the procedure for this because she wasn't bringing a grievance against me. But I, I think probably the process is still the same. She should have gone to her husband, yes. who was not a deacon. So her husband should have gone to a deacon, and the deacon should have come to me and said, there are people in the church who support you. Yes. This is what the scripture says, and we abide by this. Yeah. You are allowed to wear hats as long as we are not praying. When, when we pray, you take your hat off, you show respect for God. That makes sense. But none of that happened. Two, no. And... This is a lot of my problem with the church, is how sexist it is. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm glad these women came and talked to me, I guess? <laughs> like, th there is no right way for me to feel about this situation. No, no matter how it's you because break it down. you are... This is, the, this is the thing about being a man. And this is one of the things I talk about a lot. And uh, I've been watching a lot of comedy specials, like on HBO yeah. and stuff like that. This is one of the issues that comes up a lot with men, is that there's no correct way. There's nothing you can do that makes you less male. There's nothing you can do that makes you more appropriate politically uh, in order to discuss female, act like, I guess, activities or activism. Yeah. You you simply can't do it, and it's a fascinating and, if I'm being perfectly honest, it's a frightening thing. Yes. Uh, to be a male in today's world, because you can't submit a grievance against a female activity if that female activity is specifically allowed. You know, like you can't you can't just say, "I'm a man. I'm gonna do this. I'm my own man. I am my own person." Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it's a frightening thing, but continue. Well, I mean, that's basically where the story ends. Like, it, it, I mean, Paul talks about loving one another. Paul talks that we're not bound by the law. Paul gives us some more laws. Um, yeah, he says basically to one to love one another. The whole thing is really weird. Yeah, it and is. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's I guess strange. I guess because, because I consider myself personally... an atheist now that I feel like it's complete bullshit. Yeah, but like as someone who who has this rich religious history, growing up in yeah. church my whole life, it's a very complicated thing that is very difficult to pick out how exactly I feel about it. I totally agree. And as a Christian who is very um, accepting of atheism. I I, I just think that, personally, for me anyway, mm -hmm. the idea is to love one another. That's the idea. Yeah. That's and that's the, the important... Yeah, absolutely. And anyone can get behind that. Atheist, whatever you happen to be, whether it comes from a religion, whether it comes from a Bible or what have you, I personally think that atheism is accepting of the idea of simply loving one another. And that's part of the reason that I think that Christianity is so overarching and so accepting 
of everyone is that all you have to do is love people. All you have to do is eradicate hate from your heart. As long as you don't feel hate, you're good. As long as you choose to understand one another and love one another, you're fine. Yeah. And that's the kind of Christianity that I subscribe to. Regardless of what the Pope says. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what a pastor says. Yep. Regardless of what any other religious leader happens to have on their mind, as long as you're loving each other, you're good, as far as I'm concerned. You can believe in the existence of God or not. Mm -hmm. You can believe in the story of Christ or not. I don't personally give a shit. Yep. I personally just care whether or not you love one another and whether or not you show that love through your daily actions, whether or not you at least display some kind of compassion mm -hmm. towards your fellow man. Yep. That's it for me. If you are compassionate towards your fellow man, to me, mm -hmm. you're saved. To me, you have met your salvation. I don't believe necessarily in the idea that God will damn anyone who doesn't believe in Christ as his Savior. That's a very atypical Christian belief. That's true. And I, I'm called, uh, I have been called an atheist even, simply by thinking the way that I think. Mm -hmm. I believe I it. can believe, I believe everything it. I want to believe about the idea of Christ. I can believe everything I want to believe about the story of Christ, born in a man. Danger, yep. Blah, 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 blah. All the way up through being crucified on the cross. Mm -hmm. I can believe everything I want to believe from X to Z, correctly. But people consider me to be not Christian. Because you don't hold their traditional beliefs, which aren't necessarily religious. They're just beliefs they hold that they bake into their religion. That's exactly right. Yep. Because all Christ told us to do as Christians... All Christ said to do is to love one another. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If you do that, to me, you're a Christian. Yep. If I... you love your neighbor, you're a Christian. Dean, I appreciate talking with you about this. I really, <laughs> I really respect your beliefs. I, Absolutely. I disagree with some of them. Oh, oh totally, but man. That's, you that's you and I the... are mature enough to, to disagree and still respect each other, right? Absolutely. That's that's part of the thing about religion and about politics yep. and politics about all of this and... that is necessary. That if it's you are going to have necessary. a conversation with someone, you have to be able to disagree and still respect the person you're talking that's to. That's exactly right. And understand right. their beliefs are coming from a different viewpoint, different life circumstances, different That's views. exactly right. Right, that's exactly right. And that's why I consider a man like Pendulette, yep. who is an atheist. Absolutely. An avowed atheist. He says that God does not exist. Mm -hmm. He does. He says that, but he loves his fellow man. Yep. That man's a Christian. Regardless of whether or not he believes that God exists, that man is a Christian because he believes that he can love his fellow man. Dean, I disagree with you on an incredibly pedantic level, but <laughs> it is irrelevant. Dean. Of course it's pedantic, but that's part of the part of the issue. That, that is part of the issue. Dean, we're both fairly drunk. We're both fairly drunk. We've that talked about a lot of shit for a long time. We have. It's been Dean, I have loved doing this podcast with you. Absolutely. I love man. you as a fellow man. I love having you. You you come onto this show and you make this show 
a show. You make this show the kind of thing that people can listen to and be entertained, not only enlightened, but entertained. And I enjoy the fact that you come onto this show and you pay attention and you're smart and you listen. And it's just Dean, one of those things that it's Dean, rare. In the are you world. trying to get me in your bed tonight? I because am. it's working. I want to fuck you. I want to fuck you. I want to. After those compliments, I want to fuck you too. Yes! So Dean, absolutely. Dean, let's go fuck. Let's absolutely. stop the recording. So Let's tell people behind. tell people how they can contact you on Twitter, Google Plus, Facebook, Ello. Even I'm gonna be plugging Ello like fucking mad because Dean, I love the way that they are. I know you don't have an Ello set up yet. I'm gonna get you an Ello code. You're gonna get yourself an Ello. We'll get that yes, set up. Sir. For now, people can find me on Ello at Ello.co/slash/cheddarhawk. That's yes. cheddar like the cheese. Fifty-four. You can find me on Twitter at Shadowhawk. That's shadow, the thing that light casts on you. Fifty-four. Uh, or you can email me, ryan at ryanporterfield.com. Ryanporterfield.com. How do you spell Ryan Porterfield? Because here's the thing about email addresses. And last names... Ugh, I'm sorry, Burp. Porterfield is a pretty complicated last name. Okay. So here's how you so spell that. So take the first section, Porter. How do you spell Porter? You spell Porter. P-O-R-T-E-R. You spell field the way you spell uh, field. F-I-E-L-D. So I am Ryan. R-Y-A-N. At R-Y-A-N. P-O-R-T-E-R. F-I-E-L-D dot com. That is my email email address where you can find me. Dean just tried to type in my um, Twitter and failed miserably. He, Did I really? Yeah. That's, Did I feel that bad? That's I'm not looking me through one eye. All. Dean, how drunk are you? I Dean, am so far too drunk. I, I want to plug this Twitter address or this Twitter user. This Twitter user is not me. This Twitter user is N-A-I Shadowhawk. <laughs> Don't have a clue who that is, but that's who Dean found. Twitter.com slash Shadowhawk54. That's me. At Shadowhawk54. 5-4? 5-4. Yeah. See, I didn't know that, and that's why it failed so miserably. I can pull it up. Watch it. Watch it happen. Oh, he just he just pulled it up, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, look at this. There I am. There I am. There's me in my sunglasses, in my leather-jacketed glory. Who the hell do you think I am? Who the hell do you think I am? That's that's uh, a that's a callback to the last episode. That actually. is a callback to the last episode. <laughs> we're making references to per, uh, to, to anime. different anime. Yep, we were. Go back, listen to the last episode. Find the anime. You can find my retweets, my tweets, my original content at Shadowhawk54 on Twitter. Dean. Yeah. Where can they find you? They can find me all over the place. This Holy is the thing. shit. This is the thing about having a podcast network that, that makes things so insane. I would love to have more shows on my podcast network at dean-o.net. If you feel like having zero ads and being able to say whatever the fuck you want to say, regardless of what advertisers think that you should say, hey, fuck advertisers, hey, man. Dean. What's up? I'm thinking about starting my own podcast on your network. Are you thinking about starting your own podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I think Are I you am. thinking about starting your own podcast without ads so that you can say whatever the fuck you want to say? I think I'm going to start my own podcast without ads so that I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. Are you really? I am. Yeah, I think I'm going to That's gonna, excellent. I think I'm going to start an anime review podcast. An anime review 
Review Podcast? That yeah. sounds awesome. That you can do at dean-o.net. Get a hold of us at deanwnet at gmail.com. If you want to start a podcast, get a hold of us. You feel like you would fit well. You feel like you hate advertising. You hate ads and you love saying the word fuck as Absolutely. much as possible in your goddamn fucking podcast. Yes, your goddamn you podcast. Wanna say, you want to say shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker. I've forgotten the rest of them. Tits. tits. That's the last one. Tits. You want to say tits on your goddamn yes. motherfucking podcast. Come to yeah, Dean you don't have to deal with the FCC. You don't have to deal with advertisers Dean. saying what you can and cannot say at dean-show.com. Dean. The FCC won't let me be, so let me be me and let me see. They're trying to <laughs> shut me down on MTV, but it feels so empty without me. It is so empty without ye at dean-show-files.ye. I don't know. <laughs> That's not a website. It's not. Dean-show-files.com for the show that burst this show. If you want to go to the network, you go to dean-o.net. This is the network that allows you to make whatever podcast you want to make. It's donation so sort uh <laughs> It's donation supported. So whatever you want to say, you can say. It doesn't matter. So whatever, whatever you want to say, you want to say. Whatever you can support, you can support. Absolutely. Like, if you got them double Ds, man, support them double Ds. Support them you, double Ds. If you, if you got them As, support them As. Support them As. Man, it doesn't matter. we don't judge. We don't judge. It's uh, dean-o.net or deanwnet at gmail.com. It doesn't matter. If you feel like you would fit well with the DinoNet family, including Dino Files, which is a fairly serious show. Yeah. I'm never drunk during Dino Files. No, you're not. I'm not. I'm never drunk during Dino Files. I might have Ryan on for Dino Files because he knows quite a fucking bit, don't you? I, I consider myself pretty politically informed. Exactly. He's a politically informed kind of guy. He might be on Dino Files, but not drunk. We're going to be talking serious shit. Serious shit about politics. On Dean-O-Files com, But you know what? All that matters is that you come to our website at dean-o.net. That's really the only thing that matters. We built this website using Squarespace. Squarespace is a great fucking way to build a website. Squarespace, they sponsor a lot of podcasts. They Not do. Not this one. They don't sponsor this co this podcast. They've never been on this podcast. We actually we, talk about the things that we like on this podcast. And we like Squarespace. We do like Squarespace. They've Squarespace. Never spoken Throw us some money. Though. Yeah, Squarespace, give me some money. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come on, Squarespace. No, if you go to Squ if you go to uh, to squarespace.com slash DinoNet, you won't get anything. Nothing. You will not get no, it We're doesn't. We're not gonna exist. give you ten percent off. No. Squarespace.com slash Dean Dashow.net is never gonna happen. It's not a well, thing. Well, I mean it might happen eventually. Well maybe, we but know. if I decide to take advertisements, but I don't. This is the thing about this website is there's no advertisements. You can say whatever you want, whenever you want, regardless of advertising. This is this is so beautiful. You get to say we're a liberated podcast network. That's exactly we right. are liberated, Dean. Yes, you've given the people your information. I have given the people my information. I've Actually, given... you can follow me at 
Dean Wisner on Twitter. At Dean Wisner. That, How can they follow you, my friend? I already told them, Dean. Say it again. They can follow me on Twitter. At Shadowhawk54. I am Linux user and software developer, Ryan. At Shadowhawk54. Isn't that beautiful? It's beautiful. You can also follow DinoNet on Twitter. You can find DinoNet everywhere. You can find Dino files everywhere. You can find Drinky files everywhere. Well, not everywhere. You can find Drinky files at hashtag Drinky files podcast on twitter that's true yeah, at think, hashtag drinky files i that think i'm true. the only one who's been tweeting under that hashtag um but i will keep tweeting under hashtag drinky files podcast for all two of our listeners all two of our listeners all and for all them. eternity because i think this is a good podcast and i think people will like it we're, and we're gonna keep doing it because we're gonna we're keep, gonna keep getting drunk we're yeah being at your house where you have recording equipment absolutely so whether or not you like this show it's gonna keep popping up so you may as well listen and remember you can donate to Dino Files and Drinky Files if you go to dean-show.net and you mm. click on see the shows and you click on donate to Dino Files remember we need you we need your we donations we need our listeners Absolutely. Without our listeners, we're just two college guys who keep buying alcohol and recording what we talk about while we're on alcohol. Exactly. We keep recording. It's just two college guys. Actually, we we described ourselves as Caucasian. I'm technically Native American, which means that I have a different perspective on a lot of this stuff. Holy shit. This podcast is diverse. (laughs) It's very diverse. It's incredibly diverse. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listeners, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much. Episode four of Drinky Files. Keep your podcatchers tuned in. Yes, we will open. keep broadcasting. Do not unsubscribe. It'll and be a in couple the case, of weeks, in the case that we get abducted by aliens. Oh fuck! I hadn't thought about that. All of the anal probes, all of the time. Yes, anal probes. We'll talk about them. We'll talk about how great they felt. Fingers in our buttholes. Fingers in our buttholes because we were drunk <laughs> and we could tolerate slightly less. That's Good night, exactly everyone. right. Good night, everyone. Remember, a couple weeks from now, another episode of uh, Drinky Files, Dino Files coming up next week. Thank you so much. This has been Drinky Files. You are listening to The Dirty Glass. Dino Ned is a podcast network that brings you the listener donation-supported podcast. These shows are supported exclusively by their creator and their listeners. There are no ads on this network. That means the podcast you listen to is the product, not you. And remember, Dino Net is always looking for great shows to join in our movement. If you've got a podcast or you want to start a podcast and you feel like you would fit well with our family, come on, send us an email at deanwnet at gmail.com. Got